0: Hi, this is Netta Lauren from SmackDown, and you're listening to
1: Freeform Rock Podcast. You
2: are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast.
3: Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. This is the Headbangers Ball and we have some special guests with us tonight. Halloween. We have Michael and we have Ingo. Hi there. Yeah. And uh... I'd like to ask you guys a few questions. Uh, How would you come up with the name
4: Halloween? We nah, just went into the cinema and we've been looking for a new name because we've yeah, been right. called Iron Fist before. And, uh, ain't that stupid, <laughs> <laughs> Iron <laughs> Fist? That's great. buy it. Have you seen the movie uh,
3: Halloween? Uh, yeah, sure. movie yeah. made in America? Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. Oh,
4: it's the
3: there's been two sequels to that movie and uh, it's, it's a very popular movie. It's a cult movie actually in America. And I think it's a terrific name for you guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys have a mascot and could you tell us
4: about it? Yeah, it's that uh, Pumpkin Man with that pumpkin as his head, you know. You know,
3: I saw the video and I was yeah? knocked out by it because he was standing there for one minute and next thing you know, he just, dis- he like,
4: blew up or yeah, something. It yeah. was a great special effect. Yeah, Who's that blonde in the video? Ah, the if we knew blonde. that, you know, but that one's not been so Was she hired by so the good? director? Oh, you know. She's uh, been doing everything he wanted. You know. <laughs> she wasn't a personal friend. Yeah, no, no I don't think oh, so. But well. she wanted to. I well, guess. if
3: you can get her name when I go on tour in Germany, you know, I'd oh, appreciate good. it. Well, maybe you yeah. got a chance. We didn't. Huh? Okay. Anyway, we're going to take a break right now. We'll be back with Halloween, rock and roll, Saturday night, headbangers ball. I'm losing it here. I got some special guests with me. Halloween. I asked you guys about the name and why do you spell it with an E instead of an A?
4: Yeah, yeah um, the, the main reason for this is uh, that we don't want to be compared with a brutal image from the movie, you know. Oh. Lots of blood spilling and uh, we're definitely not into the that, um, oh, yeah. Satan jazz and everything, you well, know. That's,
3: that's great. You know, yeah. I, I know, well, you know, I used to play with Kiss and a lot of people used to c- say the, the, the stand SS stands for Satan yeah, service no, and no, I mean, no. it's amazing the way, uh, you know, the public reads different things into uh, in between the lines and no, it's, for it's instance, very frustrating. Yeah,
4: I'm quite frustrating. Catholic, you know, you can yeah. see this cross and I stand for mm-hmm. it. One two. two. Huh? Yeah. Come on, well, it's <laughs> sitting
3: <laughs> under here. In ah. fact, <laughs> I'll pull it out just so everybody can it's see sitting it. Sitting on the cross. But I'm, well, nope. I can't get it. Uh, you get that But anyway, point, huh? let's, let's go to a different question. You guys are from Germany. What part of Germany are you from?
4: Northern part of Germany. It's yeah. Hamburg. It's one. Uh, yeah, it's the biggest city I mean, in Western I mean, Germany. West you know, Germany, that's important. It's I West think. Germany. You guys <laughs>
3: have the best beer over there, I tell you. Yeah, yeah I think so. Know, I, I yeah. think
4: so too. Yeah. Okay, that's because of the shadows under my uh, eyes.
3: What's the music scene like there in Germany now? Has it changed in, over the past few years?
4: Uh, you know, you've got about two hundred thousand people. Yeah. Who are listening to heavy metal? You know, yeah, that's that, and it's little quite small over there, yeah. you know, because West Germany is just a very little country compared to what compared it's to called the, the States, States, you know, Yeah.
3: Well, I've been to Germany several times on tour and I think it's a beautiful country and... Uh, it, so it is, you know? yeah. I can't wait to go back. I'll be probably be going back in October. But anyway, talking about you guys, on your album you have a 13-minute song and you rarely see songs like that length these days, but we have the edited version coming up right now. This is the edited version of the song, Halloween, right now. And this is Ace Frehle Headbangers Ball, and I'd like to say goodbye to my special guests, Mike and Ingo from oh, Halloween. God. They're going to be on tour the, uh, probably this fall, and uh, everybody should be looking for them on the road because uh, I think they're a real uh, great group from Germany, and they, they deserve all the respect that uh, any other group from uh, Europe gets. Um, watch uh, out so uh thanks again guys and uh good Uh, luck on your tour and good luck with the new album and right here we have a video coming up that in the guinness world book of records they're listed as the loudest rock and roll group and i don't know what you know they measure 160 db so put your earplugs in for man of war all right welcome to another edition of the free form you know the
5: best rock podcast there is out there uh it's subjective but i like to think we're great but uh I'm going to turn this over to uh, Jerry, since you picked this, man. And don't forget to introduce the guest this time. I'm going to introduce the guest first, man.
1: Okay. The
6: the legend, the man, Metal Mike Tyler, man. What is up, brother?
7: Oh, stop. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing fine, man. Thank you for having me. It's an honor, guys.
6: <laughs> I figured, yeah, we're doing Halloween. Halloween, I had to have you on this one, man. So, uh,
7: Interesting. Okay, cool, cool. You uh a big
6: fan? It- Big fan. Well, I gotta be honest with you, though. I have not paid attention to them since, uh, what's that album? Pink Bubbles, I think, was Go Ape or something like that. I can't remember. But, so, I'm not I'm not sure if they're still making good records or not. I don't know. But I really enjoyed them in the 80s and 90s, though. So. Okay.
5: Okay. Pink Bubbles. God, that sounds like a shit. Yeah, mess.
6: it's weird. Like, it's like Pink <laughs> Bubbles, Ape, Go Ape or something like that. I can't remember. But it's a good album. Actually, yeah, really good songs. good to the Century. Really good tune. Um... And then we got another co-host, Charles Trainer, man. What's up, brother?
0: Oh, wow. A couple minutes in, the star finally
5: gets to, to <laughs> put his
0: on here. We got
5: to hold you. We got to get the crowds held back before we introduce you, man. Come on.
0: We, we, are, we are finally figuring it out here on the Freeform Rock Podcast. We, we know where the bread is buttered. <laughs> and uh, I got to say, all right, yesterday was a really bad day. It It was. I'm a Smiths fan. Andy Rourke passed away. That was sad. Oh
6: yeah, heard about that.
0: Um, Jim Brown, perhaps the greatest oh, yeah. Cleveland Brown ever, passed away.
6: Yeah, I would My say no. Doubt. To both.
0: I would say
6: no. I would say no doubt the best Cleveland
0: Brown ever. Yeah. Ever. Oh, easily. But today there was a glimmer of good news.
7: There is an argument to be made for Otto Graham. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm Jim, just saying. Jim, i mean I, yeah I, both I of hope them the, were with I your franchise league, when your mike, franchise was like on top of things
0: yes i hope the whole league though mike everybody wears 32 this year
7: the little oh, thing will her, absolutely uh, well he's a legend dude it's fucking oh, yeah. jim brown dude like come on yeah they'll, they're gonna do a tribute i'm sure jim fucking
5: the, brown man
7: <laughs> yeah the greatest running back ever probably and he did a Barry Sanders.
6: He I need a Barry Sanders. He retired in his prime. too. Who knows? Oh yeah, who knows,
7: wins, knows so. what he could have went on to do? Oh year. yeah. Or like that one tennis player, uh, Jorn Borg or whatever. That motherfucker, man, he quit at the top of his game too. But the good news
0: today was, and Mark, uh, this is going to be a little education for you in this little segment right oh, here. Okay, oh, yeah. It's indicated. Yeah, no, <laughs> not in a bad way, but just you know. Because you're going to talk with three intelligent fans of something here, I believe. Mm-hmm. I saw the greatest news today ever, and we don't we don't like to copy one guy out there, but you know, hey, we have. I have to say it today. It was a big anniversary week for a lot of great albums, allegedly, but today was a, an anniversary of a misunderstood work of genius called Kiss Unmasked. Oh God! What fantastic album that yeah. is!
5: Okay, sorry. Right?
0: It's not. Really, it's not really. It brought my heart to death. But you know what? The other two kiss had two other anniversaries this week.
5: No, I uh, revenge. I do like revenge, and I put oh, well, revenge I, one other A thing
0: called Kiss Alive Three, their oh, yeah, worst put, put album ever. <laughs> and Kiss Revenge, the most overrated Kiss album. Probably. I concur.
5: I think it's subjective yeah. between Kiss fans because half like them and half don't.
0: So. I'm so, yeah. no, 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 it no, start, no, It
5: started out. It started out so good. You heard
6: Unholy, and it's like, oh man, this album's gonna fricking rock. Then you hear Domino, and then
5: we well, see. What's I'm, that fucking song? I I got a body built for speed. What the fuck is that? This shit? is an album I, that actually got me. I got the Kiss Alive three on, oh. on Columbia House, and I got Revenge on Columbia House. And I like both of those albums. So I guess. I'm guess i not a real Kiss fan. I'm I, I yes, here. Yeah. That's exactly it. But, but I like i you.
7: Yeah. I'm going to
0: spot
5: Well,
7: you. I mean, he's a casual.
5: He's not a Kiss yeah, my fan. Casual a casual. He's casual. That's cool. But I yeah. do play the shit out of both those albums. Just to There's, let you
0: guys know. The, the intelligent Kiss fans, like the three well, of us.
5: You're not a Kiss <laughs> fan.
0: You're not a Kiss but, but fan. But I
5: am intelligent. Thank you.
0: <laughs> okay, whichever. But the, the intelligent kiss man, that had nothing to do with you. We know revenge is overrated. We know this. There might be a little, little bit of defense there, but come on, take it off. Oh, holy boy. fuck! Look,
7: let's be honest. The reason why I think that album's as revered as it is is because they put out how many shitty records before Revenge.
6: That is a gr- that is a great point. Crazy Nights. I mean, absolutely... yeah,
7: fucking garbage. <laughs> Just <laughs> well, hot guys... garbage. Yeah, yeah, Bushy Chris Sinzek. I said it. Crazy Nights fucking sucks. Huge deeper talk. It's fucking Kiss joke. fucking horrible, man. It's one of them. That's an upcoming. That's an
5: upcoming Jerry pick.
0: <laughs> and, uh, by the way, I think, honestly, it was, it came out in 1991, which was a bellwether year in rock and metal. It was. At the end of the day. I hear about the 70s and the 80s and all that. There was a little album with a g- little naked baby on it that came out that year. It changed yeah. the world. Yeah. Mark Vaughton yeah. Taylor. I'm not going to disrespect Van Halen today. They had some crappy album that came out that I'm year. To it was here. You <laughs>
5: yes. talked about nirva- nir- Nirvana. God, okay, go ahead.
0: It was a Metallica album, a black album that went
5: diamond. Oh yeah, I was in first day buyer. Uh, there was Blood
0: Sugar yeah. Sex Magic. There was Got Usual. That. Got
5: that? There was all these great rock
0: albums, and Revenge came out, and I believe some folks like Revenge. <laughs> Because Kiss looked the best they looked without makeup on. In-
7: yes, I said that a while back. Somebody, po- I think it was Sinzak, posted up a picture and I always said that to me, and Gene Simmons even said it himself, that he felt the revenge era, like they finally found the look without yes. makeup that matched Kiss. Like that's the way they should have looked when they took the makeup off all along. Leather. You guys always wore black and silver and black, you know. So I never understood, like, why they started wearing multicolored spandex and silver. I'm like, they should have been yeah, wearing black all along. Yeah, they were, those are, this those, look. They're those are silas
6: man. Those asylum fucking clothes were the worst, man. Oh, and I know VR they the three worst. Years. But yeah. that's
7: part of the problem. Is at that point in time, Kiss is following the trends. Yeah, they are yeah. following the trends, like a lot of bands before and after them. Uh, and for the most part, it it I mean, Kiss did okay. They they had some success in the eighties, you know. But there's only one band I know who fucking followed trends, and not only got by with it, but thrived by doing it, and that's Metallica. That's the only one I know of. Most artists, when they start changing their shit, not all of them, but a lot of them, they fucking they lose the listeners. It happened with Kiss. It happened with Alice Cooper. happened with a bunch of them, man. And for whatever reason, man, people just lapped up the Metallica load and reload and all that other stuff. I'll never understand it, but, hey, it is what it is, man. I don't know if maybe it was just the name was so huge, and by that point, like, it was like... I mean, that's what kind of cracks me up about them is... And by the way, I'm not a guy who hates on the new album, by the way. I mean, I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it.
5: Yeah. Uh, it had those Eeyore vocals to you. I know it did. I heard you on that episode talking Well,
7: I actually got to sit down and listen to the entire album when me and Bill went on a road trip a while back. And, uh... It's, it wasn't, it's just different. In fact, I thought James was kind of doing some different things locally, too. It was, it was just, just, it. but there were some songs I actually did like on it. I, I didn't hate it. I don't think it's as good as fucking Hardwired. I'll no, tell you that right no, now. no, no,
5: I agree with you. You know, well, and, I, it, it, and I and I have stop. to also
7: wonder, you know, because there's so many people that are saying, oh, well, The Sick and the Dying and the Dead wasn't as good as Dystopia. Yeah. Okay, maybe you're right on that. I, I think they're, about, they're both really good, but but I just have to wonder if the Metallica logo was on Sick and Dying and the Dead, how everybody would react. Because <laughs> I'm just saying, that album's more thrashy. It's more thrashy. I like
0: I, I Sick and Dying and the Dead a little bit better. <laughs>
7: I liked it a lot better, okay? I'm just going to say that right now. I, I'm, I I think the first track on that album blows away Lux Eterna, which, by the way, I do like that song. Hey,
5: Jerry, break out the uh, WD-40 on that chair, buddy. I told you. You said you couldn't hear it. Oh, well, now you you can, told now sure. you told me about it. Now I'm <laughs> listening to Creaky Crackity Crack. And crack you know?
0: uh, uh, I kind of like that Overkill record. I don't love it, but I, I like, like it. it. I,
5: I like it. I like it. it I don't
7: understand the hate. I mean... You know, no disrespect, anybody. I don't get it. I'm like it's fucking overkill. It's like a fucking I don't
5: thrash record. What the fuck? It's overkill. It's, it's overkill. overkill.
7: You know, they've never really. I mean, I I don't know. But hey, man, teach their own.
2: Why did my
7: voice
0: But hey, pedal bike, I gotta say something publicly to the world. They probably would never believe I would say this. The new Ghost EP is pretty much grade A garbage. Yeah.
7: Yeah. Um, I haven't really heard it. I, yeah. I heard their their version of um um the fantasy opera. That it's
0: the only good song. Ooh no.
7: Uh, I didn't think it was no. that bad. It was it, it was okay. It, it was clean, wasn't clean. You know,
0: well look, not man horrible. Not horrible, but it was just not I was a disappointed, but it wasn't horrible. He's I,
5: okay. I just don't understand. You guys hate auto tune and computerized vocals. I don't understand why you don't like Ghosts. That's what it sounds like to me. But you guys like what you like. You can't. Yeah, you know, just me. Well,
7: I don't uh, understand why you have this obsession for Night Ranger. Well,
5: that's... I like Night Ranger, <laughs> but I don't get why. I mean, to me, they're okay. You, you know they know why? Have cool I, you know why? You know why I push Night Ranger a lot? Because there's a lot of crap that people listen to today. Go back to the old Night Ranger and listen to something you haven't heard, and maybe you might like them now. And oh, listen I didn't. I, the, now, see, you just said night li- I I That's never
7: said I didn't
5: like. I didn't night. say you did. I'm talking about other people.
7: Yeah, but I just don't like. But I, I mean, I, but again, I mean, it's all it's all subjective. I'm
5: and... with Jeff. Beers. Night Ranger is rad uh-huh secret of
0: my success mad rat <laughs>
5: okay 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 that was done for a soundtrack of a great michael j fox movie i don't care if you guys don't like yeah but movie.
7: that fucking song sucks though, you know it's, it's movie's o- good it's, it's
5: over keyboarded and when they do it live now they don't push the keyboards in the song it's well like...
7: all i'm saying is that recording that version sucks huge fucking <laughs> demon cock i like dude. it I, lo- <laughs> I love the
5: lyrics worlds collide and hearts will be okay broken. yeah we
1: get it man we get it we get it
7: we get, we get, we get <laughs> it, it man you love night it. ranger dude i like it's it hot, when man. i
5: love it when. Is pal- there
7: any night ranger songs you don't
1: like
5: <laughs> fuck that's a hard one. Exactly. Hard one. I think exactly. I, yeah, I think it's uh, feeding off the mojo, that album. I hate that entire album because uh, Jack Blades is not on there. Jack Blades is the secret sauce to Night Ranger. It's the secret to their success. When Jack Blades left, they fucking tanked.
0: Oh, I thought it was the keyboard guy that looked like a surgeon. Yeah. I thought he was the man. You know,
5: you know, that keyboard guy was on a lot of Hagar albums.
0: <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He actually
6: played keyboards. Behind the stage during the Hagar era tours, did he? True fact, yep. Yeah.
5: Or you just made Fitzpat- that? Up. Or you just no, did something- an RMCP
6: and made up your own no, fact? No, something. What's his name? Fitzpatrick? Something? I don't know. Yeah, Fitz he was Simmons, in a lot of bands like in the seventies. You know. Yeah, was- but no, seriously, he did. He did a lot of the behind yeah. the stage. He's not keyboard. in the
5: band anymore, and the keyboard player on the new albums is pretty low in the mix. So, just I saying, have- if you listen to the last five Night Ranger albums, which uh, Jerry likes now, uh, they're pretty pretty rocket. I do like Night Ranger, but I wouldn't have a podcast dedicated to it. Oh, no, you know. But
6: uh, Hey, you got to
7: admit, though, give them credit for fucking finding a niche.
5: Yeah. You know what? That sucks. I was drinking a little bit too much whiskey at Rock and Pod on my flask, and they asked me to come by for an interview because I was wearing my Night Ranger gear, and I forgot. I totally blew them off, and I forgot. (laughs) Let's do think we're starting to podcast. I think we were starting to get sick, Jerry, at that time, too. So, yeah, you got yeah, fucked and, up then. And uh, yeah, Bang Tango, man. Yeah, Tim Bream could do that one by himself. That'd
0: be awesome. We, I we like did. Bang
5: Tango. I don't know why they get so much shit. They they don't. So oh my shit. God. Oh God, Lord. Oh God. Oh Jesus. Oh
1: Jesus. Wow. wow.
5: That's all yeah. I gotta
1: say to that. I one. have all the albums, man. They're pretty. Ra- they're Dang. pretty rad. <laughs> I'm, yeah, start, start, start
5: yeah radically bad. Radically <laughs> bad. Yeah. <laughs> but I did. I did find something that uh, Jeff Beers thinks is just okay. The Todd Latore solo album. Oh, it's okay. It's it's a record. that guy's
7: hilarious though. Yeah.
5: He <laughs> <Yes. laughs> get he goes off. Of, he I, I what don't you like Jeff? And then he says something about, oh, that's pretty rad on something that nobody likes in the post. And I go, of course it is to you, Jeff. (laughs) And he laughed at
0: it. The Beatles are less good than the monkeys. (laughs) He's rad for that alone.
5: I posted that anti-Griselda song. Everybody hated except two people. And I was like, what? Yeah,
7: it's not one of my favorites. It's okay, I guess. But I was never really a big fan of that song.
5: Dude, I got the two set be uh monkey's greatest hits and i figured out i only like the songs that were the hits and all the deep tracks the torque and nesbeth could fucking suck <laughs> they fucking suck <laughs> just couple. give me davy and mickey and i'm happy
0: <laughs> but somebody's already got a monkey show so sorry jeff beers
5: hey uh, so. k- hey, Ken ken mills man get better man pray for you brother
7: what's yeah. going on with him
5: i have no idea My, oh. uh porter Put up that he needs unspoken prayers, and he's not going to get into it. And I even messaged oh. Ken, and uh, we're good. Uh, well, you know
7: what? Sending positive energy his way, man, because the pod Father rules. He's, hey, he's such a sweetheart he, of a man. He's he a great the, guy. He,
5: he did the intro and outro to this show, so my forever I know. gratitude to him, man. Well,
7: he, he created our graphic for the plug. That yeah. was Ken that did that. He so.
5: did the thing for Jerry's defunct podcast, too. There you go. I wouldn't say defunct in mothballs. Mothballs. It's mothballs. Dude, you ain't ever gonna do it. You got too much stuff. To well, write. I don't have. I don't have to now. So I, I know that's what I'm saying. I said, well, why don't you get rid of that group? Nobody's in there. <laughs> well,
0: any, anyway, though. Anyway. i would put Kiss Symphony over Kiss Alive Three. Oh shit! And by, but just because it's better than Kiss Alive Three.
5: Fuck! Why and, did Def Leppard make a symphony album? Oh god.
0: Okay. It ain't out yet, but it's going to be great, isn't it?
5: I don't know. Gonna... I, did, I did like one of the songs on Earth. The, it sounded good, but I'm not expecting anything great out of it because I don't really care that the Scorpion Symphony album, Ac- Acoustica or whatever shit they did, I didn't like it. I like the Metallica one. I thought that was okay. Well,
1: That's,
7: now,
5: That's about it.
0: I do like No Leaf Clover. I don't care.
7: Yeah, but that's because it was written with the symphony in mind, yeah. so yeah. it kind of worked.
5: It was cool, but you know, I don't but know. But then they I, did a part two, and I was like, nah.
7: I I'm not. Um, I don't know. I haven't been excited about Def Leppard since Pyromania. And that's been how many years ago?
5: Just so. Admit it. Since the drummer lost Orgy. his arm, you haven't been excited. Well,
6: I was excited when I, w- I, w- I was excited when <laughs> the was coming out.
7: do blame like, cool.
6: But that album
7: sucked. That oh, really I hated sucked. it. Oh, I thank you, Jerry. I remember staying up <laughs> late at night to hear it on the radio for the world premiere, and I'm like, yep. what the fuck is this poppy bullshit? Like, yes, Def Leppard always had <laughs> elements of pop in their music, but they were still metal.
5: They were, Oh, God. Well, listen to our episode on Hysteria. It's one of the best episodes ever, right, Charles? Mm. <laughs> yeah, I, I,
0: I fucking... I don't want to say how I feel about hysteria. (laughs)
5: Because we want people to go listen to that episode again. (laughs) Well, if I know
7: Charles, he probably assassinated it.
5: Good for him. We were wasted. I just had two ounces of whiskey, by the way, and I can't have any more. My wife said no. That sucks. First time I got a drink in a month.
0: Listen to the woman.
5: Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, it it sucks.
0: It it's like as about as bad as some concert we all saw in Nashville. I don't want to say the name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bring it up anymore. It's old. It's tired. You know, because no, yeah.
5: we want you guys to have the right to rock. We don't want to take away your rock.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was horrible that the next one was no picnic either. The oh, was probably even worse.
5: Eternal oh, they they, life. No. is when they, I noticed how they got a little weaker. I didn't. Think they of, kept getting worse. After that. A they kept getting worse after that. Man, the album yeah.
6: blew after that. I love. All terrible. I love You yeah.
0: know. You would.
6: Yeah. I, we, I, I,
0: to I to that. write
6: a song to write a song called "Make Love Like a Man." Come on, what the fuck is that? Wasn't
5: Paper Sun on Aropia? I love that fucking
0: song. I don't know. They're just terrible. I, terrible album. I would man. know. I, I gave up. A,
1: a long a
7: fucking
5: song. time ago, man. I tuned out a
7: long, long time ago, man. <laughs> a long,
1: long time ago.
7: <laughs> they 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 <laughs> became oh, they the became left. a clip band. I'm just gonna say it right now. Let's appeal to the ladies. And hey, I get it. I do, I understand. <laughs> I do understand to a certain extent. But I do think there is a way where you can appeal to the ladies and still fucking rock. Yeah. yeah. Like oh. with Pyromania, that's a perfect example. But, man, I don't know. Little, you know, fuck it. No Willis. You know I know? They sold no. millions and millions of albums, yep. man. No
6: Willis, no Clark, man. It's oh, not the same.
7: Thank you. Thank you.
5: Well, what did Pete Willis do after, Matt? He gave up. I don't give a fuck. He what doesn't he did. have to do anything. He made so exactly. much goddamn
7: money on <laughs> Pyromania. <laughs> you fucking... Number, number one, one, and number two, here's the thing, though. I do blame Phil Collin. For a big part of the reason they went in the direction
5: they went in. Oh, oh yeah. yes, I do. Listen to because, Gil. Listen, to, listen to that album, Girl, with the LA Guns, dude. I hate that.
7: Because, album. because I'm here to tell you right now, when you listen to Pyromania, most of the Pete already did most of the work on that album. Phil didn't do a whole lot. That record was written. Before Phil joined the band. And if you want further proof, look at the fucking Tesla album he produced. It fucking <laughs> I was going to bring that so, one up. So there you go right there. Proof's in the fucking pudding. Everybody wants to fucking blame Rick Allen's lost arm. That didn't help. But you know what? It was Phil Collin. I blame him no, for only, a lot of no, I mean, I'll give the man credit for one thing, though. For a man his age, he is in fantastic shape, man. Good lord, that guy is fucking well, ripped. I'm well, like, Jesus.
5: You can you see why he's a vegan. He's kind of a pussy. But uh, I, I do blame Phil Collin for that fucking Tesla album because I was fucking in shock listening to Shock. <laughs> I go, what the fuck is this? This ain't fuck. Now, I Now I know how you guys feel about fucking hysteria. When I listen to fucking sh- Shock... I was in fucking total disbelief and shock. I don't even listen. Yeah, it lived up to its name, didn't it? Fucking shocked you were fucking shocked, yeah. dude. Where's the I, dual leads? Where's the
7: yeah, fucking I, dual I, I, leads?
6: I never finished that album. It was that bad. It's a man.
7: fucking piece of
2: shit. Yeah, you yeah There it. you go,
7: man. And the there only you go, mem- but, but the you only... want to champion the Phil Collin era of Def Leppard? Well, so I keep like, going.
5: I have always said that Phil Collin is good and Leppard. I, I'm used to leopard dude. No, it. he ain't. But what, but the thing is, I'm not, you guys got into Deaf, I got into Deaf, Leopard, and Pyramid. I didn't get into high and dry and before that stuff. So I was into where they were basically going that way, that direction. So hysteria and all those shocked me. I'm sorry. I'm
7: sorry for okay. that. That's, but the that's, thing is,
5: oh. I, I'm a huge fucking Tesla band, fan. I know I you fucking are. fucking hate shock. It's like, my God, I even, tweeted the pad I go, what the fuck is this, guys? I go to Phil call I like Phil Collin and fucking uh, Def Leppard, but not fucking in Tesla. This ain't fucking Tesla.
7: Well, I don't even like him in Def Leppard.
5: Well, I do, but I'm, I'm just fan. saying, fucking it. Maybe in Campbell take over the reins if he's going to do and, this. And, and I do
7: want to ask you this. Okay, you're, you're a Leppard fan, so I'm going to assume that you like the first three records as well. Yes. So are you going to sit there and tell me that anything they did after Pyromania touches the first three records? No. Okay. But I right.
5: do enjoy the other records, you know.
7: Okay. Um, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm just saying, you know. I...
5: But I do go be- back to the first three before the other Death Leppard records because
7: they fucking
5: peaked, and it's been all
7: downhill ever since for me.
5: Yeah. But that's me. But the thing is, have you ever heard that bad girl he did with Phil Lewis before Leopard? That was a horrible fucking band.
7: It was fucking awful. Was yeah, awful. that's that's. So basically, you're kind of in agree with me. Yeah. so like Collins sucks.
5: Why don't they fucking kick out Phil Collins and put another guitarist? Maybe. Like, Thank you.
7: You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit this to you guys. I mean, Vivian Campbell can't even save that. I'm, Death gonna, to I'm gonna. What the fuck does that tell you? I'm right gonna there? admit this to you. Jerry, guys. come on, man. Uh, uh, Dude, Charles, Vivian come on. Cam- Vivian Campbell is
6: way overqualified to be in that band. He's just coasting, man. Well, the fucking, joined the fucking La- The last
5: last in line album tells you that. It. like
6: it's like John F. being in the Motley Crue. Way fucking overqualified to be playing with these that, bands. That, that job. easy money. Easy That's paycheck, stuff. man. So I don't covered, I don't I don't knock him for that.
5: That fucking cover they did of the Beatles was fucking horrible last in line with Vivian Campbell. So I don't he's going he's getting pretty fluffed now. Um that shit
0: that Wait, first yeah, last that in line album yeah, was awesome. Look. You can't help it when you hang but with... But man,
6: I
5: mean, Jeff Leopard Pete
0: Willis, okay. and
6: Steve okay.
5: Clark are... I'm Pete Willis and Steve Clark. But I'm saying... I'm going to tell you guys best. this. When when I heard Vivian Campbell was going, because I'm a huge deal fan back then, when I heard he was going to the bed, all, all good, they're going to go back to high and dry shit uh, and Pyramania, you know. Didn't was, happen, did didn't it? Didn't happen! Nope, I was sure like, didn't. what the fuck? I was kind of in shock again. But the thing is, the the, the other members of Tesla, besides Brian Wheat, because Brian Wheat's a huge uh, fucking fan of Phil, because they're great friends, didn't like shock. Because uh, they, they kind of blow it off. They asked Who's the guitarist in fucking Tesla again? I can't remember his name. I drank two ounces of Frank. Tommy Squio? Tommy Skeo. No, he's not in Tesla anymore. Frank. Frank, Frank Hannon. Frank Hannon. Frank they asked yeah. him, What do you think about Shock? He said, Uh Phil Collins did his best. I'm not a fan of it. <laughs> 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 and the new shit they've been putting out is like old Tesla again, you know, like time to rock, you know. Yeah. yeah fuck that, yeah. That was a nice that was a nice way to say it sucked.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I love Vivian Campbell, but Pete Willis was the man in that oh, band. Man, I will
5: admit, <laughs> Phil Colin Phil Colin did take Def Leppard's balls away because he took because t- the Tesla. It fucking woke me up when he. Re- well, I said, when people he did blamed the Tesla. Uh,
6: people blamed Lang for that album, but he did fucking Pyromania and High and Dry too, and those two albums rule. I don't. He I did, don't did think Back it, in Black. He did the Cars. Yeah, he did fucking. I don't know how much album. I would. I don't know how much I'd blame him for that for that album. He but, did Highway to Hell. hell.
5: He There's did Shania there. Twain up. Oh, God, please, no. That's PTSD. He did. Know, okay. He
6: did Shania Twain. I saw her... It, it <laughs> Literally. The
5: ex-wife, my ex-wife. <laughs> I had to hear Shania fucking Twain all the time, dude. Don't, that and Asa Bass are fucking off oh, the head. Shana- uh,
6: Shana- Savage is, oh, don't Shania bring them up either.
5: I had to listen to that shit all the time. And then one time I played Crazy Bitch by fucking Buckcherry. She got all pissed. I go, really? I listen to fucking... Ace of bass all day, and you get pissed off. I played fucking crazy bitch. I said that song's about you now. <laughs> I can listen.
6: I was expecting this to be a metal episode. Um, we're going yeah. the other way. Except. All right, well,
5: tell us what we're doing, <laughs> Jerry. We are doing a great album from
6: Overkill called "Keeper for the Seven oh, Keys." Hill. Part uh, Excuse me. Halloween. Excuse me. I'm oh. a little drunk. Yeah, he got. He Halloween, got. You're drunk.
5: drunk. He said you weren't drinking. Uh, I lied. And, uh, <laughs> I'm drinking and smoking. So they're they're an interesting band. I, they're
6: in the same genre, I think, as like Metal Church, Overkill, and bands like that that were on the second tier of metal bands in the '80s. Um, they're 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 they're, they're a, what do you call that? A uh, acquired taste for some metalheads because uh, European metal is a little almost a little different than North American metal. But man,
7: well, I I kind of. To- don't totally agree with your assessment there, and I'll, and I'll explain why, but keep going, okay. Jay.
6: But, uh, I mean, this is a great album. I hope one day we can do the Capers of the Seven Keys Part 2 eventually. Well, we have to. <laughs> but uh, I got to get these names right. I love I love saying these names, man. Michael Kiske, lead vocals, which I don't think he was the original singer, if I know right.
5: No, he took over for the, gu- gu- the guitar player. Yeah.
6: Because he couldn't, he, couldn't, he couldn't sing yeah.
5: anymore because he didn't yeah. playing guitar and singing was too hard.
6: Kai Hansen, good, good guitar player. Actually, he's in a cool band called Gamma Ray. If you guys ever heard of them, Dan? Uh, oh Heaven yeah, tomorrow Heaven Can Wait. Good shit, man. Are they better than a, Night Demon? Uh, I don't. You <laughs> know Why what? do you I, hate I,
5: on Night
7: Demon <laughs>
6: so bad? Dude? I
5: don't know. It just sucks to me. It's <laughs> just me. <laughs> And from what, I'm un- from
6: what I understand, the only two original members left are Michael Well, Wacoff. hey, man, you Wacoff. still got
7: the new Tesla. You can or that Tesla. Yeah. You can listen oh, to that. Me. Phil Collin is so amazing. Oh, uh, yeah, Michael, Michael Wyckoff. And, and, and hey, Wham rules, too. Oh, Wham does well, rule. No, they fucking don't. Well, they demor- George <laughs> Michael's <laughs> a genius. So fucking homoerotic. Can we move on? You brought Michael my- Wyckoff on guitar. Yes. Marcus
6: Grosskopf on bass. Those are the only two original originals I think that are with them. And my favorite name to pronounce on drums, the legendary Ingo Schwichtenberg. I love saying that name, dude. He passed away, right? But
5: um, no, yeah, he, oh, I believe another. so. He did. But, uh, I saw the saw the memoriam on him the other day on Facebook. I didn't want to post like it because you thought I might be promoting. So go ahead. Like
6: I said, um, I, I lost track of them in the mid nineties. They have some great. Their debut EP ruled. Uh, Walt um,
5: Perico,
7: great I novel. can tell you what happened. Um, apparently he had schizophrenia. It was something he struggled with all of his life and when his father died in February of 1995 he just slid further and further into his schizophrenic episodes and it culminated in his suicide on March 8th of 1995 oh, by shit, jumping in damn. front of an S train in his native hometown of Hamburg. He was 29 years old so yeah. Very, Wait, very
6: yeah, if you listen to this album, you can tell he's a fucking very gifted drummer, man. Great.
7: He band. was fucking awesome. Yeah.
6: But yeah, man, I've always this is a band that uh, I, like to, I like to keep alive. You don't hear too much about them um, lately, so uh, I'm looking forward to doing this review with you guys.
5: Yeah, I've never heard about him. I heard about. How? Far? How? Them. I seen the album covers. I just, I just heard the first word. I heard was oh power metal, and I go, okay, no way, I don't want to hear it. Hey Charles. Hey
6: Charles, you're still in Germany, right? Yes, I am. How far are you from
0: Hamburg? Way far away. Okay.
5: Gotcha. <laughs> Middle of the country. Well, I've just—I've just, just said I—I just heard the two words power metal, and I go, uh, no need to check them out now. <laughs> and I—I I, I not a fan up. of power metal. No, though. I'm not a. Pa- What's that band in the loincloth? That's from New Jersey. War? Oh God, I hate them. Man, I love Man of War. Man of War's fucking wrong, dude. I man. think you're
7: gay if you like
0: Man of War. <laughs> Aw, dude. It's from the guy that creamed his pants over to be with you in Nashville.
1: Oh, fuck. Come me. on.
5: <laughs> I was happy when he played another song. You know that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I
5: was more happy when he played I played that. I recorded to be with you for the podcast. Man um, of War is for men. Okay. <laughs> go, go take your lo- loincloth and your healthy steins of beer. You know,
7: whatever. Um, (laughs) Okay. All right, Mike,
5: you want to talk about him? Nope.
7: All right. Well, first of all, I want to say that my nephew, Kane, who will be coming back to that metal station after I get back from vacation, um, there's going to be some things that are going to be happening. Don't get him the uh, Friday
5: afternoon slot, man. That's boring.
7: No, I think he's just wanting a Sunday afternoon, like, two-hour show. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, But he's a big – he loves him some power metal. He loves – like, Sabaton is one of his – all-time favorite bands. Now, halloween is considered, believe it or not, one of the fathers of power metal. Um, they are also part of the uh, you know, it's funny cuz now, you know, you had the big 4 of thrash, but it's kind of moved to other different genres of music and metal because you have a big 4 of German power metal. You have bands like Grave Digger, Rage and Running Wild. Now, I'm not a power metal expert or enthusiast. But it's one of those genres, like a lot of them, where there are certain bands I do like or things that I do like. You, you know what I'm saying? And power metal, it's very rah rah, upbeat. Um, and I, but here's the thing about these guys they're considered part of the big four of the overall power metal movement worldwide, along with Blind Guardian, which we all know, Kai formed that band from halloween so there's the the german metal scene especially the power metal scene is very very incestuous you got sabaton in my opinion they should be called historical metal because they're always singing about historical events and stuff and dragon force now Ooh,
5: i hate dragon force so Matt.
7: Um, oh, the one thing I can say about power metal, I gotta be in the right mood for it. It's not something that I go to a lot. I will say this though, the musicianship is phenomenal. Like you can't sit there and go, "Well, these guys fucking suck" as far as music, music wise. Which I wouldn't say that about anybody because I'm not a musician. Is
5: Sabotage uh, power metal?
7: Sabotage is considered more old school traditional metal, but they they were definitely influential on power metal as well as manowar manowar right, right, okay, now manowar's sometimes. a bit too um uh, too bit, okay. a bit a bit too um, cheese dick for me <laughs> a little too cheese dick for me uh, uh, I love but I, I do i do respect their Jer- place i do respect that because they are they were again right along with halloween you got to consider manowar part of the fathers of power metal and power metal like i said it's some of it I like, some of it I'm not really big on. Like, it took me a while to even be like, okay, Sabaton's okay, because when Kane first played me for me, the guy's vocals, they're just, I don't know, you, are you guys familiar with Sabaton at all? Have any of you ever heard them? Not really. Oh, they're fucking different. They are different, man. Did you send but me
5: Sabaton? The- I probably haven't heard it yet.
7: I don't know if I have or not, mm. but um, they're definitely different, bro. I mean, I they're don't... Swedish.
6: They're Swedish, aren't
7: they? Yes, yes, they are. But they are, like I said, as far as the big overall, like worldwide, sure. it's these guys, Blind Guardian from Germany, Sabaton from uh, Sweden, and Dragon Force from England, I do believe. So, yeah... Um, yeah, you know, I mean, like I said, some of the, uh, power metal stuff I like, some of it, you know, so, but I, re- I do remember when it first came out thinking, wow, it's fast, and, but it's not thrash. That was the first thing I remember when I first heard Halloween. I was like, oh, okay, this is almost like Judas Priest and Iron Maiden, but on steroids in a way. If that makes any gotcha. sense.
1: Gotcha. And,
7: uh, that was my first impression. I'm, I'm more of a casual fan. I do believe it or not have all their stuff digitally. Um, but I, I haven't sat down and listened to all of it. And what's really weird is now Kai, I believe, is back with the band. So he's doing double duty and you got other former members. I think they've got like two fucking Saners now. Like Halloween has been through a yeah, lot of changes yeah. and a lot of different, you know, um, but they are a big big deal in germany and in europe i mean halloween are fucking huge so uh there you go man that's that's so i do agree with what you were saying Jer, but i wouldn't classify them as thrash really or even like metal church like metal church to me again though they got they got some power metal elements to Not them that i think much. Well, later on, dude, you only listen to the one album, right? Uh, yeah. have, no, listened to, church... I I
5: listen to their new stuff. That's pretty good. That wasn't power metal. Yeah.
7: Um, but uh I yeah, I hear a little bit of it. A should little. I, should
5: I unpreorder but, that metal But you know, if you want on? my
7: opinion, who who do you think is the pa- uh, you know who I think's the pa- uh, grandfather of power metal? Who? Think about it. The subject matter Ronnie James fucking deal. Oh, yeah. Listen but... to Rainbow. Oh, listen man. to Goddamn Rainbow. And listen to, come on, dude, Dragons and all the. Am I wrong, Jared? I
5: know, but the music uh, isn't overly fast. Like, fuck it, like that Dragon Force shit with that guy, ZP, or what, when he was in the band. I heard that shit, and I go, what the fuck? It's like. <laughs> it's like you can't even get any time to fucking breathe, and there's all these, oh, exorbitant... Why keyboards. that
7: shit? Tra- tra- uh, that kind of shocks me that you like Thrash if it's too fast for well, you. I'm talking uh, about
5: the, the singing is, it, it can't, the singer's uh, off with the uh, music. And and when he joined fucking Skid Row, I go, I'm out.
2: <laughs> well,
7: let's be honest. Skid Row peaked with fucking Slave to the Grind oh, well, and I what was the the a wa- wild album. album. The new- but, I like know, the Johnny I, Salinger I, stuff. I, I could give a fuck less. I really don't the care. Johnny, anymore. The
5: Johnny Salinger, those EPs were amazing.
7: You also have to understand, I was kind of unfair to Skid Row. I, at the time, because I was all into thrash metal and the heavier stuff, I totally dismissed Gidrow. I thought, oh, another hair band. Another fucking clone of what came before. Until I heard Slave to the Grind. Then I was like, oh, okay, there's more to this band than I initially thought. So
5: okay, let, I give you the assessment. Thrash has a little bit like don 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 Why power metal is like doo, doo, doo. it's like a bunch of Eddie Van Halen solos on top of each other. It's like stop, give me a break. <laughs> oh, I hate, and and that's fine. It's fair yeah. enough, man. Power metal is not for everybody. Like I
7: told you, it's not one of my but favorite I like sub- they do the... um, <laughs> uh, it's not it's not one of my favorite. Yeah. Uh, subgenres of metal, Mark. I, but I respect it. I respect it, and, and I, and it, it has its place in the pantheon of the, 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 the metal family tree.
5: Well, let's that's how the, I feel. About let's it. give the star his turn on this band. Oh, okay. Finally. Uh, <laughs> we'll interject once in a while. <laughs>
0: I'm just playing me a little war machine, Mike. No, you know, you, you know what he's you. doing.
7: He's doing what everybody should do. When Metal Mike speaks, people fucking should listen.
0: Okay. <laughs> I
5: interject. I don't give a fuck. Pull up
0: on the learning tree because you don't like metal, Mark All Taylor, and uh,
5: <laughs> I like good go metal. With... I don't like bad metal.
0: Oh yeah, the secret to my success. Tell me That's about not, it. Uh, Night
5: Ranger was never a metal band or a rock band, dude. Get that straight. Will you consider them though? I don't consider them metal at all. They're hard oh. rock, and all right. they're that melodic be- rock. They're like Journey. They're like Styx. They're Lock, in that rock. stuff. I, that I would out. agree
7: with that. I think I've always felt Night Ranger was more of a hard rock band. Yeah, than a metal.
5: they ain't fucking. They ain't fucking I heavy metal.
7: But, but I, hard rock is heavy metal's sibling or yeah, It's, lo-
5: it's a lower tier. You know, I love hard rock. They're melodic rock to me. Put it that way. I, I, think, they're,
7: I think
0: they're more of a dork rock band that you go to the golf, mini golf course and be home by nine. No, That's what they, I think. They, um,
5: they play good <laughs> sheds, dude. They play, they no, play good money. No.
0: Anyway, with, with Halloween here. Uh, I remember when they were out. I definitely do. Uh, I'm not. I heard a few things um but i wasn't ever like a massive fan i see people post a lot of stuff occasionally by them i just scroll usually but cause i do remember at the time asking people because not that i need their it was kind of like at that show in nashville i don't need their validation but i'm just asking is this really that bad or is this that good you know because i'm not sure I, you know i'm a little slow i was. Abducted by Amish people in my youth. So it slow. And uh, I remember Halloween, but I just remember being like, hmm, not intrigued. But at the time, I thought poison and shit like that was metal. And I grew up. See? So I, I don't know. I found so much cool metal since those days. You know, great acts like Merciful Fate, King Diamond. You know, real metal. Real metal, Mark. You know yep. the kind you know that right
5: i don't, I don't know <laughs> metal uh, i guess that uh, uh, I, 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 I i'm i, I like europe now, go
0: ahead oh anyway hey the
5: new so europe's so awesome I,
0: but that's the thing i have maybe at the time it went over my head but i listened to it today with an absolute open mind that's all i can say about it
5: so did i, I do is it night demon about- for me i don't know yet <laughs> these guys
0: are a german band that's about a, the rest i know i remember them at the time but they didn't grab my attention then but that doesn't mean necessarily that i think it's poo poo because i've learned to love a lot of shit that i wouldn't have gotten into back then so thanks to the community that i'm part of now so let's well, see I'm, how I feel about it
5: i'm glad i didn't read wikipedia before i uh listened to this album because it would have thrown <laughs> me off saying power metal so uh, I would have had a little, you know, biased. But I didn't have bias listening to this album until I read this. But we'll see during my review. You want to get into it, Jerry? You want to make the first track, dude? Sure, man. Well, actually that? do the first two because I, cause you could tell why. Go ahead. Yeah.
6: Well, it starts out with Initiation. Kind of an interesting beginning to the album. Um, I think it's kind of cool. I think the synths actually work with this band, I think. not a huge fan of synthesizers, but I think it worked on this one. I enjoy it. Pretty good instrumental. Then it starts out the second song, man. Holy shit, what a fucking great tune this is. I'm alive. Badass fucking dual guitar intros. Fast and aggressive. Catchy as hell chorus. Fucking harmonizing fucking shredding guitars. Bonafide metal classic, man. I would give initiation four out of five, and I'd give I'm alive five out of five.
1: Well, they are, they
6: are in a way, but I don't know. I just did them separate.
5: I thought you were going to say they were connected. So, ah, should have just went track by track. All right, but uh, since you picked I'm Alive, here's I'm Alive on the Freeform Rock Podcast. That was I'm Alive. Jerry already gave his assessment about it, but uh, Metal Mike on the... uh, I I think they're one track, so do the same as Jerry did on the first two.
7: All right, track one, Initiation. A dramatic instrumental that basically introduces the album. Um, Honestly, for me, it doesn't really add or detract from the overall album. It's just there. I mean, I kind of look at this the way I look at, like, you know, um, the Hellion in Electric Eye. Right. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, it's like one track. Um, you
5: can't split it Right. Yeah. up. Um, right. Um,
7: so going into I'm Alive, a uh, very upbeat, fast-paced track. There is a reason why this band is considered not only one of the fathers of power metal, but one of the big four of German power metal, and are actually considered part of the big four of power metal worldwide. Michael Kiske, is it Kisk or Kiske, or how do you pronounce that, Jair? Your
6: guess is good as mine, man. Is I,
7: killing I it with his vocals and the musicianship yeah. from Kai Hansen, Michael yeah. we- Weikath, Marcus Groskopf, and Ingo...
5: Schwittenberg. <laughs> Schwittenberg. Hey, by, by the phenomenal. way, Jerry, thanks for saying the names earlier because the only one I could get is Hansen. <laughs>
7: And and Stellar and Phenomenal, uh, the musicianship. Kai can definitely shred with the best of them. When people talk about the great guitar players, that's one thing about the power... The power metal guys don't get enough credit. Whether you like what they're doing or not, these motherfuckers can play. Okay? Like, make no mistake about it. You know, like, you, you know, you can... And 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 like I said, I understand power metal is one of those. It's kind of a divisive subgenre. People either love it. Or they don't. Ian Wadley calls it nerd metal. So, And I get why. I understand. Like, I, I you know, one of those things is, is sometimes I do understand why there are detractors to certain styles or subgenres to metal. But I do dig this track. I think it was really, really cool. And I was listening to it more as a, even though I'm not a musician, just going, wow. I mean, these guys were at the top of their game musician-wise. M- musicianship-wise, I think. Like, fuck, you know. That's my... uh,
5: Yeah, so I like it. What do you guys think? Uh, Me, because uh, the star goes last, of course. (laughs) But uh, intuition and I'm Alive. um, Like I was saying to Jerry, that's why I put them both together. And then I said, oh, Jerry picked I'm Alive, uh, which I'm going to split up. I'm not going to play both of them on your pick, Jerry. Uh, This is the opening to I'm Alive, a prelude, really good. Should have just made it one song. I think a lot of people say that about the Judas Priest thing and the other thing. They just split it up, I think, for songwriting mm. royalties. Uh, but the song, then we get into I'm Alive. This song is a banger. It sounds like Todd LaTorre before LaTorre and Queensryche. Uh, this is the OG version of the Todd LaTorre So you mean they sound like
7: Jeff Tate? Cause, cause well, I, I, I think LaTori the song sounds, sounds more like, like La, Tate,
5: dude. But LaTorre has his own little thing. I think mm, he could okay. scream a little less. I've seen him live, and i
7: he sounds a lot like Jeff Tate. Okay. I like Todd, don't get me wrong, and I think the guy's a phenomenal drummer. That's another thing people don't really know about Todd. The fucker can drum. Yeah. It's the band he was in before Queensryche, he, he sang and played drums.
5: But the Queensryche album, the newer ones with Todd, this sounds like the vocals that Todd would do. I get into Jeff comparisons later. Uh, <laughs> but Oh, uh, okay, fair enough. Also, fair enough. on this song, it's kind of Latore Queensryche sound uh it's a great song man uh good pick jerry so far and then star you're a star yeah. so tell us what you just feel.
0: tell me you don't have to keep saying star i mean we are everybody out in well
5: yeah we know, we know. i want to be sarcastic about it Jeez. <laughs> uh
0: initiation uh, opening instrumental honestly you heard one you heard them all just a uh, segue into the opening track and then we get into it's i'm alive
5: yeah, yeah, Lowe's
0: was a little bit better. I'm gonna keep it honest, but uh, man, them drums are getting uh, getting it here. Very kick-ass guitar solo section on this one. Just a relentless metal ride here. I enjoy the melodic twist quite quite a bit. Great opener here.
5: Yeah, it's right. it's. I agree with you, man. And then we get to the next song that you picked, Charles the Star. Uh <laughs> a little cool. time. So here's a little time. I'm laughing at myself. (laughs) That's kind of fucked up. (laughs) Here's uh, a little time on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
1: Sorry for interrupting the podcast. I
0: just want to take a second to thank all of you for listening. Please take a second to leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Podbean and join the Freeform Rock Podcast community on Facebook. Now, back to the show. we
5: Okay, star you know i say it like that because i'm being sarcastic because i don't agree with you but go ahead star <laughs> well you
1: should i mean i am
5: uh, <laughs> I gotta give a shit man
0: yeah, i can't believe i picked this one now hey i gotta throw a shout out i believe freeform rock podcast super fan travis Parata said this was his favorite track on the album he also said he loves this album honestly dude i didn't know this record so i just picked the song pretty much I'm gonna say I picked it because it sucked like getting the ring by Guns N' Roses <laughs> but I picked this and then I heard it today I heard a little bit so I just picked whatever you know I just picked one because I didn't know this record And oh uh, know a little time here I'm digging the music but the vocals or rather the vocal melody I find a bit pedestrian uh, Seems there is a bit of stereotypical cliches rife on this one, as if written to please a bass versus focusing on the best song one can write. This one was a miss for me, and if I had it back, I wouldn't have picked it.
5: Oh, wow. Uh, Mike. Okay, this is what
7: I posted. I uh, wrote, A Little Time, another somewhat cool fast-paced track, some killer guitar solo, courtesy of Kai. However, where I this track loses me is at the complete stop, to me anyway, at, at one minute and 36 seconds after the guitar solo, where they have this weird interlude with a clock ticking that doesn't fucking do anything for me until the alarm clock goes off, and then it gets back to killing it again. So because of that, it's not... Probably my least favorite track on the album. I'm just going to come out and say it right now. I, I didn't hate it, but I was like, too many bells and fucking whistles with the fucking clock things. Like, you don't have to do a yeah, clock thing. I mean, I mean, I know Sticks kind of did it with too much time on my hands, but they did it a lot better, I yeah. guess, it, where it doesn't get on my nerves. This just, because it was just so abruptly. I mean, you go from the killer guitar solo to this fucking weird. I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, and then it goes right back on the song. It just, it, it, it just killed it for me.
6: Jerry, I would have to disagree with Bothy on that one. Charles mentioned this song having too many cliches. This is the band,
7: one of the bands that started cliches. So <laughs> I do agree with you I, on that. I was, I thinking say, that. I was like, I mean, no, is, they were one of the first. So this is a I think this is a
6: sexy fucking metal riff, dude. I love it, and I love the vocal range on this song. I, you're right. Know, I. I I don't hate the middle section. Me being a huge Pink Floyd fan, I'm used to hearing trippy shit, so it don't really bother me that much. But, uh... Well,
7: I mean, I am too, Jer, but I just felt it was kind of abrupt. It was like, it was like, it went from here to here, and it just...
6: I,
1: I,
7: I you know what that. I'm saying? I didn't hate it. I mean, I'm not saying it fucking was the worst fucking song I've ever heard in my life. That that honor would go to shit like, um, you know, *Journalize* and hysteria. But, um, you yeah. know, yeah. See what I did there? Well, um, now no, go ahead. Well, I mean,
6: you take that out, the song would be like two minutes. <laughs> it's a short song. It'd be um, two
7: minutes of awesomeness, yeah. though. You know, I
1: mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, mean, I but I, yeah.
6: you know, I, I gave it a three out of five. I, it's not the best song on the album, but it's not the worst. That comes later. But it's definitely not the worst in my opinion.
5: All right, man. Then I'll I'll go next. Man, I need this on vinyl. The band reminds me of Strike. So much of this song has so much of the highs, the vocals, the gang vocals, but this band was two years after Queensryche, so did... I wonder if Halloween listened to Queensryche, the EP.
7: I'm sure they did.
5: Uh, maybe they got ideas from them, because this is totally... It's not like Night Demon, where it's a blatant ripoff.
6: Oh, God, <laughs> here's oh, fucking Night Demon. Night. Iron Maiden.
5: Night Demon <laughs> has a song, that, but they talk about all the Iron Maiden songs and out <laughs> It's like, come on, man. <laughs> no, no,
0: That's so bad
5: that song fucking sucked jerry uh,
0: i agree with you on that one if
6: you remember the review i thought it was i don't 40. remember i, I just don't
5: god it. they're just showing your hero worship on your being lazy with lyrics okay back to this yeah. song <laughs> but you know <laughs> uh, mo- everybody disagrees with me everybody loves night demons so cheers to you jerry i'm dumb uh i don't love them i just said they're not as bad as you
7: say Okay, so right, he's... I can think of a lot fucking worse. Man. Well, I can too. A lot but... worse, okay? Like, oh, you know. Uh, but right. I will say this about Nascara Sue. Okay, go ahead. But they're,
0: you they're... don't know mascara Sue. <laughs> <There's> one thing. <laughs> you know. Oh, well, never I right. don't blame.
5: Go blame ahead, far. Mike.
7: Yeah,
0: you should... Sir, you should know him. Don't worry about it. You're good. <laughs> it's not as bad as Oh. Okay. There we go. I said it.
5: All right. Go ahead, Mike. I can't even remember.
7: I had a brain fart, guys. Sorry. Night,
0: talk about <laughs> Night Demon. Talk about
7: Night. Oh Demon. yeah, Night Demon. I, I mean, I like Night Demon. I don't think they're like the greatest fucking thing since sliced bread. There's other bands, in my opinion, that you could consider part of the new wave of traditional hard rock and metal that I like better. But I do like Night Demon. But I, but, I uh, think
5: they're just rehashed of what we already know, and what uh, and there's other bands well, that do it better. The whole new wave of traditional
7: hard rock and metal is that, really, if we're going to be fucking blunt about
5: it. Every one of them had a personality from Saxon to Iron Maiden, you know, they were different. No, we're talking about
7: new, I'm not talking about the new wave of British heavy metal, I'm talking oh. about the new wave of traditional hard rock and metal, oh. newer bands that are coming out and have that classic Sound to them that that where it could have come from the early right. age I want yeah. like, to
5: so hear, hear stuff like, like that, go. Like, but there's some like,
7: good stuff, go. man. I mean, I play quite a bit of stuff off my show. Um, sometimes
5: I know you play tool today. Uh, no, hey, a, hey, a hey, lesson. hey, Mark, I'm, hey, Mark, I'm gonna pull you and
6: uh. I want you to give their new album Outsider a try. Just listen to a few songs. Is, the the same, is little, it the same?
5: same vocalist? It's
6: it's a little different with how he sings on this one. You this might guy, like it this better. This guy
5: just, just grates me too. I uh, give it a shot. Just, okay. just a couple of songs, just for me, please. If you got a moment, if you got a moment. All right. It's better Firehouse Mark. How
7: ever? <laughs> yeah, Firehouse sucked fucking. Cock. No, you guys, right. you
5: guys. You guys. want to treat me bad? Don't treat me bad. Stop. Oh man. Jesus. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, bad, but uh. If you guys have the vinyl, of this, send it to me. But, uh, uh, oh, Charles, I can- But there are some
7: bands I would like to recommend to you real, real quick, Mark. If you, if you, you know, like, it, you know, to me, Blade Killer. Great new wave of traditional, uh, heavy metal band. Uh, I don't
5: know them. I don't.
7: Haunt with Trevor well, Richards. I, I do,
5: I do like Haunt. Love me some Haunt. I've been listening um, to Haunt because you guys are always posting them.
0: Metal? Uh, Mike, I got one for you. Yeah, what's brand up? new band out of Birmingham, England, three man band, Margarita w- Witch Cult.
5: Yeah, I sent Margarita that. Margarita Witch Cult, huh? I, You gave that to him uh, last week, Charles. Oh I, yeah, you sent that to. I me. sent I that video to, to him, and I said, Charles got me onto this band, so I gave you credit. Star. Yeah, they're
7: pretty <laughs> cool. Um, another great band, I believe they're from Brazil, called uh, Midnight Priest, and they're very. Um, uh, I mean, even the cover for their last album, Aggressive Hauntings, it's this painting of this woman, and she's in the mirror, and you see the ghost with the knife and the reflection, and there's cuts on it. It's just so fucking, like, from that era. But it's cool, you know? So um, there are some really good, you know, and even some of the, the hard rock bands, like Dirty Honey. Bruh. Um, I, I like them. You I like I Native Sons. You know I listen um, to you know, there's some good stuff. You like know, and, and Savage Master, they got a female senior. They're fucking badass. Um, there's some good stuff. Night Wolf is another one I would recommend. Oh, yeah. Midnight Spell is yeah. cool. Um, Burning, yeah. Witches. Yeah. Burning, Burning Witches. Burning Witches. Pretty- Dress the Dead, which has also got Craig Le Cicero. And from that band you got me into,
5: they watched Blue the Moon? Oh,
1: they're
7: the fucking urge- amazing. Awesome. But that's more doom metal, so... So is the
5: witch one that, he sent you, that I sent you from Charles. That was the Charles uh, sent...
7: Well, if they're from Birmingham yeah. and they play metal, i got to check them out. Yeah. You know, yeah, Black Sabbath are my gods. Anyway, guys. Yeah.
0: Devil's Witches is another decent new band.
5: Yeah, I, I gave you credit for that. I said, hey, Charles got me into this band. Check it out, because they Devil are... The-
0: oh, yeah, you might like them, uh, Mike. You I might like them.
7: Like witches, and what's the other one? Margarita...
0: Devil's Witches and uh, Margarita Witch Cult. Witch Cult.
6: Oh. Guys ever hear Three Inches of Blood?
5: No. Ever I have. Heard. Mark okay. Aldridge, Taylor, if you've ever heard of Ghost, they're new and they rule. <laughs> Who, uh, oh, the computerized uh, vocals? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I like to hear a real singer in that band because the music's so really bad. good. It's Dude, like so death so It's like so death metal. It's like so, death metal. I hear that, and then the guy comes in. I'm out. And then uh, I, fucking, that I fucking artwork. hear ghost jamming in the beginning.
7: It's like. See, but Mark, you surprised me because a while back, which I still have to do that, but I've got a ton of their music, so it's going to take me a while. But you hit me up about Sepultura, and I'm like, wow. Because Max. Cavalera has pretty aggressive vocals.
5: Yeah, but they have rhythm and they have like a like
7: they. Okay, I'm just saying. I just want. I'm giving you credit, dude, because that did pleasantly surprise me. I did not expect because I just thought that the vocals would have been way too much for you.
5: I heard. uh, I heard. I only want to hear the ones with Max. I don't like the new stuff.
7: Yeah, well, that's all I have. Well, I do have their other stuff, but I'm, um, yeah. And I'm, I'm gonna hook you up with Soulfly and Cavalier Conspiracy and all that stuff too. Yeah. I'm a huge Max Cavalier.
5: I started to, I, you, I will surprise you. I do like a I I like Pantera, so I like that type of aggressive vocals. But the music has to match. It's like when Ghost is like jamming and a guy comes in and sounds like fucking Robert Smith of The Cure. I'm like, what the fuck is this shit?
7: See, I don't hear that at all. I hear hear New Wave.
5: It's like New Wave metal. I hear...
7: I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The first time I heard... Ghost, sonically, I'm like, well, this is like a heavy metal Blue Oyster Cult.
2: Because the- to me, Blue yeah. Oyster
7: Cult's more of a hard rock band than a metal band. But his voice- now, I know they were considered metal in the 70s, but you know what I'm saying.
5: It's not sterile. His voice sounds sterilized, you know, like... The- uh, the I disagree,
7: man. I've seen Ghost live
2: several you, times.
5: You guys know how much They're I love New Wave. I don't like my New Wave mixing with my metal. I like them separate. <laughs> it's oh, like- okay. Uh, new Wave guy. So how do you explain fucking... No, oh, never mind. I won't. What say the fuck? It I'm glad yeah. I'm glad all the Ghost fans hate that fucking new EP. <gasps> I hope the new album sucks just as bad so you guys could see what I see. <laughs> you know
0: what? Oh,
6: I, I not happened I know, so far. The original music. I, fucking rules.
0: I know their new material will rule unlike uh unlike Firehouse.
5: I, I hope like it disappoints you like like Firehouse. fucking Metallica's new album. A Lake we, that a
7: Lake, fucking uh, band right there. That's a band right there. You, everybody wants to know why fucking grunge did what it did. Thank you. Right there is because of fucking bands like that. Yeah,
1: and
5: all those grunge bands are going pretty strong now, aren't they? And Firehouse is still playing. There you
0: go. Only, Only you root for their death, but you still do have Pearl Jam
7: by the
5: way. Well, I never considered them grunge or like Neil Young like fucking Well, you know, crazy let's be honest. Let's
7: be That's the, the problem deeper. with grunge right there that I have that they wanted to take all these goddamn bands from Seattle and throw the grunge label yeah. on it. when there's so many of them that were so different. Like I'm sorry, Alice in Chains does not sound like Nirvana. No, they're, they're, Nirvana they're, they're does X7. not sound like Soundgarden. Soundgarden didn't sound like Pearl Jam or fucking Mother Love Bone or fucking Tad and The Melvins and I don't know how many, well, Let's be honest. the they call
5: Stone all, Temple Pilots from San Diego.
7: And I'm gonna Glenn say fan. something really goddamn fucking controversial here. Um Nirvana watered down Melvins. I said it, okay? Right That's why I wasn't blown away when that shit came out. I was like, oh, oh, the Melvins watered down. Okay. But then Some, everybody was like, was... But then I understand for people in the mainstream who didn't have a fucking clue who the Melvins were, who don't listen to the more extreme rock and metal like I do, you know, I was into thrash, and I, I started getting into bands like the Melvins, because it was like, oh, this is like, heavy, doomy, fucking sludgy stuff, you know, and I love Black Sabbath, but when I heard Nirvana, I was like, oh, this is this is Melvins, but palpitable.
0: see, well, Melvin's, Melvins and Pixies, but it was still better in Firehouse, I
5: love the Pixies, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just remember, i <clears throat> I'm putting this in my head right now, Oh, Charles said something about firehouse. Oh, Charles said something about all the guns. Just wait for the comeback, because I always make a comeback. Because I'm always the one. Hey, you made fun of First
0: Oasis. I already told you that publicly to the world. And one time, every person gets a way to uh, get under my skin about Oasis. Then we confront it, and then it's over. You can make fun yeah, of. Yeah, I'm not well. gonna
5: make fun of Oasis because I actually do like them. I gotta find another band you like. Them. Oh, Ghost. There it is. <laughs> right in front of you. And bother I was making fun of Ghost me. before I even doesn't knew who you were, Charles. So
0: doesn't bother me. Just ask Jerry. <laughs> don't bother me. I know they're genius. You don't.
5: Yeah, I don't. So did, did we talk about a little... T- did you talk about... Everybody talked about that last song, A Little Time?
0: Yeah, man. It was the one I picked for some reason. Yeah, I don't know why. It.
5: All right. So you already went... Um, shit. Twilight of the Gods. Yeah, Let's I'm, go. I, I know. I'm there, man. Twilight of the Gods, which I picked. So here's Twilight of the Gods on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
2: Insania,
5: That was Twilight of the Gods, and I picked it, so I'll go. Okay, this is starting a little slow. I like it. I Let's see if it speeds up. It didn't. Dang, the vocals are amazing, Now This reminds me of, like, Scorpions, especially the guitars. Like It sounds like the Scorpions to me. And the the song structure is totally Scorpions, and it's really darn good. I liked it a lot. So, Mike, what'd you think of it?
7: Okay, Twilight of the Gods. Now, I know this is going to sound like I'm putting the song down, and I am not. Okay, so just hear me out. And maybe it's because because I've gotten more familiar with power metal. This is why I say what I say. I said, I know this is going to sound like I'm being a dick and, being, and putting this down, but I'm not meaning it to. This is a typical Halloween track. And what I mean by that is this track has all the hallmarks of what power metal is and what it would come to be. Um, just fucking killer musicianship throughout... Uh, just a, a cool track a banger of a track so I, but it was like i'm listening to it and i'm recognizing all the things that like I said that now power metal is kind of known for and it's like you know I can understand why people say these guys are one of the fathers of that subgenre of metal because they totally were and like I said earlier about power metal to me it was taking what maiden and this and, and and the scorpions great uh, great great fucking um, point there mark because i didn't even I didn't even put that down in my writing. I was using Priest and Maiden, but you know what? Scorpions on steroids, for yeah. sure.
5: Sounds like the case. For is sure. In the way Which makes
7: fun. sense. I mean, because Scorpions has probably got to be probably the biggest metal band out of Germany, I would imagine. Um, yeah. And, you know, Easy. I mean, easily. Then and I think Klaus.
5: Doro, Pals- under them, so.
7: Oh, yes. Yeah.
2: Scorpions, scorpions. yeah,
7: don't get me wrong. Warlock and Doro's awesome, and yeah, she's a big deal. No, no doubt about it. But the scorpions, dude, my God, I mean, they go back,
0: back. And maybe, dude. maybe except right yeah, below.
7: Except there's another one. Yeah. But not, not to disparage Doro. She's fucking
0: awesome. No, back. she's awesome. Love her.
5: Have you got any Warlock? Yes, uh, I do. Yeah, I do. I, yeah, I do. Need, I, I need Warlock, dude. Oh uh, dear! F- Come on, that's yeah. our.
0: I like place.
5: Warlock. That's why I said I need it. I want it for myself. <laughs> like Warlock and Dora. I love her voice. So, I'm gonna have She's off, still
7: a beautiful woman, man. She doesn't look Very. like
5: aged. And she's Very so sweet.
7: Beautiful. Um, we had somebody from the station interview her. and She is such a sweetheart, man. Such a nice lady. Very she's classy. All, she's
5: all about the metal. <laughs> yes she i heard her say i like metal i like to yeah. do metal <laughs> and, uh, it's like we get it we love you love metal that fucking you're a hottie but uh and that's why we love you you know i mean yeah. that's what i say So keep going on your assessment of the song mike
7: basically that was just it it's um um it's just it, you know like a blueprint of what i think power metal is and what it came to be uh what do you think guys
5: uh, the star goes last, so Jerry. I agree with you 100%. My can exactly what I was going to
6: say. This is a typical Halloween song, man. There's nothing wrong with it, and everything good about it, in my opinion. It's got the great vocals, killer-ass guitar solos, the creepy cool spoken words through it, great bass playing. This is probably where the bass stands out the most, in my opinion, on this album. It's Kis-Ki's, I think it's his best vocal work on this album. I mean, it's a great track, man. I guess
5: it's a four
0: out of five, man. Love it. Okay, Charles. <sighs> wow. Oh, man, this is a shame right here. What happened? What is this? Spinal Tap? <laughs> I, I mean, I musically, I guess it's okay, but what is that spoken word gibberish? They have, <laughs> they have to... Have written i know they've written better than this barrel of cliches here the four minute and 29 seconds sounds like an eternity
7: okay okay but i gotta interrupt you you just said cliches they created that that's message. fine i didn't know that but i mean okay you know you gotta understand you're going cliche but i'm sitting there going <laughs> yeah dude but you realize how old this record is right
0: oh geez of cliches here maybe there was something the poison after all. <laughs>
5: the OG the OG. That spoken a- word was totally like Queen's right though, if you think about it. It was horrible. I don't I like love I love the spoken word. Jeff Tate did that it sounded like Jeff Tate doing that spoken word. I forgot to say that. But well, yeah. I think we've
0: established power metal might be for some and not others.
7: And that's fair. Yeah. I'm I'm yeah. just saying you're sitting there going cliches. I'm like, Yeah, I'm dude, but I, I I look if this that. album was brand new, Charles, I would totally fucking agree with you. That's why I said what I said about this being a typical Halloween track. Like this is what well, power yeah. metal came to be known. You know what I'm saying?
5: Like like
0: you know, Let me give me I won't say cliches no more. The OGs have but <laughs> everybody else copied.
5: Well, I had but- no idea this was power metal metal 'til I read it today, so
0: <laughs> this is, Yeah, this is just a little too over-the-top-ish for me. But whatever. You
7: but know. you know what? Power Metal, by its nature, is very over-the-top. Right. Yes. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Some bands, some of it I like. Some of it's, yeah. it's too much for me. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. An adrenalized, like, fucking hetero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Yeah, uh, firehouse boy. They're fucking manly, fucking legends,
5: man. fucking uh, badass. I, I told you guys not to treat me bad. Fucking man. Britney Fox. Come on, fucking bye, bye, all baby, those bye, fucking bye, third, she said third uh, generation
7: fucking so-called glam metal bands, which was really just watered down. Where else was they glam? They just fucking. I had got a big Oh god, they fucking were terrible, dude.
6: Dude, they, they were the really epi- they were the epitome of. They that are the reason terrible. why
5: Nirvana got huge, dude. Them and bands like them. There's only one group. Band left. <laughs> the rest Mark, are dead.
0: I'm to, hey, 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 stop making fun of that stuff. That's not cool. But I'm trying to stand up for you, Mark. You, I was the only one that didn't like this song. Uh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. You're right. smarter. You're more metal, Mr. Hagar. Okay, let's go to the next track here. Let's yeah, go.
5: baby. And then we get the next track A Tale <laughs> That Wasn't Right. um Start with you, Metal Mike okay I, I i thought it was a pretty cool
7: acoustical intro very melodic and mellow probably as close to a ballad as this band is gonna get a real power ballad if you will fucking pun intended uh, <laughs> it's okay i i didn't hate it but it's probably besides the second track my least favorite song on the album um It was all right. But like I said, it is a real because I always hated the term power ballad. I'm like, they just did that. So these metal bands that were doing songs like that wouldn't look like pussies. And I have no problem with a band doing a ballad if it's from ballads. the heart and it's heart good. Hard bands
5: did ballads like that in the fucking seventies, dude. Well,
7: Jesus a Christ, ballad. man! Black Sabbath did changes. Yeah. Okay, that's a total ballad. So I'm, I'm right there with you, Mark. That's why I never liked the term power ballad. Yeah, I'm like, was okay, some 80, whatever. 80s
5: guy in a record company, let's call it a power ballad. Jerry. Yeah, just
7: like you got some more like going, oh, you
5: yeah, these bands are from, oh, 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 Seattle, and they all wear flannel and what grunge, let's call it grunge. But why was Stone Temple Pilots called grunge? They weren't grunge. Well, they
7: were also called alternative rocker metal, too, you But they called,
5: they've labeled them grunge, and they were from San Diego, man.
7: I know, (laughs) I know. So,
5: I don't know.
7: (laughs) They weren't the big four of grunge. They weren't in grunge. No, the big four of grunge to me (laughs) is Pearl Jam, Nirvana, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. Thank you. I mean, there's no, you can't argue with that. Yeah. Yes.
0: All Even right, and nothing sounded alike. but yes, that's true.
5: So you didn't like this one, Mike. So I'm going to go next, Jerry. Uh, yeah, I, it's okay. You could. I wonder if they listen to Queen story because it, it sounds like Jeff Tate doing spoken word in this fucking song. <laughs> I'm like, what? There's the Jeff Tate comparison, and the rest of it goes Tate-ish on this whole thing. The only one song sounded like Latourie. Tate-ish. I like that, Mark. it goes Tate-ish. Yeah. So yeah, it's okay. It's not the best. Uh, it's kind of like I give it maybe uh, three bong rips out of ten. So <laughs> I like that rating. So, so uh,
7: it's right up there with Bill Wayne's chopsticks, and yeah. of course he changed my he changed it when he talks about me crab rangoon because I I'm not a big egg roll roll guy. I'm. I'm
5: crab I, I miss Bill Wayne, man. Where the fuck is I he? love him. He,
7: you know I what? Uh, a,
5: last week, last
7: time. week he called me. He uh. actually called me while I was doing my show, and we had a good talk. And I love Bill Wayne, man. He rules.
5: Yeah, man. He used to say he likes my, uh, when I made, took pictures at work with the, the chef coat on and the hat, he says, you remind me of my egg roll guy. <laughs> 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 but uh, Jerry, what do you think of the song? Tale
6: that wasn't right. More like a song that wasn't right. To me. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting, it's nice, but I will say Michael Kiskey's voice again did really good on this song. he had a good voice. He's singing the phone book, I think. Um, he he this is the, oh, the weakest song on the album, in my opinion. Um, doesn't do much for me. I Man, I give this a two out of
5: two, two and a half out of five horns. The only singer that could sing the phone book is a fucking Robin Zander. There, I said it. But uh, Star, Charles, what do you think of it?
0: Yes, I totally disagree. That'd be Liam Gallagher. But here we go. Uh, (laughs)
5: Oh, man. (laughs) I I have to take a break for that one. Go ahead.
0: Now, now we're doing some Pink Floyd. (laughs) Oh, man. The quiet, dreamy verse, the loud metal chorus routine. Yeah, no. (laughs) Just too cornfield for me. I was wondering why they didn't get much airplay. And you know what? They did nothing to stop Phil Collins. So I'm really angry at them now. (laughs) Guitar solo was pretty good. But I'm going to take a pass on this fucking song. Holy shit, it was terrible.
5: Is there anyone who could have stopped Oasis? That would have been great. No, no. Ghost. Ghost. Somebody stop them, please. All right. All right. And then we get to you, uh, Mark. We're done. We're we're done with this song. Uh, All right. oh, future we get, world. we turn it over and get the future world uh, metal Mike
7: okay uh, future world track six a fast-paced track that is it's kind of funny very optimistic about the future if you read the lyrics which the songs like 35 36 years old yeah, uh, And I think that's one of the things that kind of separates power metal from a lot of the other subgenres. A lot of your subgenres of metal are very dark, and even the lyrical content's very, very dark, and it's either about the devil or war or human atrocities. I mean, granted, you had your glam metal movement, which was all about getting laid and fucking partying and the whole sex, drugs, and rock and roll thing, which, of course, KISS was a huge influence on that as that's well. Nice. Um, blame him uh, for the
5: glam metal, then.
7: <laughs> well, you know what? You, you don't blame the people who kind of originated it. That would be like <laughs> – ha- same with Van Halen. It's like hating on Van Halen for fucking Firehouse. I'm not going to do Fo- that.
5: Britney Fox, man. Come on. Britney Fox Britney Fox sucked. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um,
7: fucking Cinderella fucking wannabes. Okay, yep, so yep, anyway. Yep. Um, yeah, uh, but that's what separates – it. it's very positive – rah-rah like i think power metal by its nature is very rah-rah you know and um it almost makes you want to just like march into battle or something you know i don't know it's like uh it's an okay song i i it's all right i i didn't it's okay it's it's i didn't hate it but um i didn't really love it either if that makes any sense
5: and I'll go next. Uh, comes in with some cool riffs. Song is driving, has driving drums, I mean, killer vocals. But it's kind of cheesy with the lyrics, but this is the 80s we're talking about here.
7: And power metal by its fucking nature is fucking cheesy. Or like Charles said, corny. Very yeah. corny. Cheesy. Very corny. Cheese dick. It I, just is, man.
5: I like a lot of cheesy lyrics, so, so this is kind of cool. Right. It fits in for the time. But this is kind of one of the weakest songs on the album, like those other two we just talked about, Um, the record. But I still like it. The guitars and vocals are killer. But get rid of those fucking cheesy sound effects, and the gang vocals also don't work for me on this one. So I'm 50-50. Those fucking gang vocals and the cheesy sound effects they were doing in the middle. is like, oh, you don't need that shit. Jerry?
6: Well, I mean, compared to the last song, you know, anything could be better.
1: Right?
6: I actually fucking really like this song, dude. They're back on track now. Metal is fuck, in my opinion. Is it me or do you guys hear a little 22 Acacia Avenue in this song? A little bit. In the a what? 22 Acacia Avenue, Iron Maiden.
7: Oh, yeah. Yeah, kind yeah, yeah, of. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Well, like I said, to me, a lot of these bands were taking what those bands were doing and, and just is on steroids kind of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, also, I wanted to point out something else because Mark mentioned keyboards earlier i don't mind keyboards in my rock and metal i mean ozzy's had keyboards almost through his entire solo career but when the keyboards overpower everything else that's when i have a problem it's kind of like when i listen to brian davis's show he played he played some Europe, and I was blown away. I'm like, "This is Europe," because it reminded me of Deep Purple. And Brian had to explain to me that's what they were really like before Final Countdown. Yeah, to the first. Then they did rounds, those records, dude. and then they went back to doing what they did before. And I'm like, "Well, I kind of like this." Well, they said they. Have... I don't like. I don't really like that stuff. Yeah, What's they... that album called? Uh, there was two of them. Oh, right the there.
5: Final Countdown and the one after it.
7: Yeah. They were they
5: were, che- they were hokey and cheesy. I liked it. They are far below <laughs> my bottom of bottom bottom of my <laughs> Europe list. I actually start from the first but album. Do you agree the with the deep album.
7: purple analogy? Like that's what yeah, it reminded me I,
5: I've been that's what when I explain uh Europe since two thousand four. If you like deep purple, if you like Led Zeppelin, if you like the bluesier type of rock, this is right. what Europe is doing now. If you like that. Go back to the first two albums. This is what they were before the record company made them cheesy. It was a record company fault. Europe Carey admitted that. An unforgivable uh, sin. No. The Carrie is
0: forgivable. What? What? Charles Carrie. The song Carrie is an unforgivable sin. It's horrible. Well, it's they fucking don't awful. sing
5: ballads like that anymore, man. That that was the record company's influence on the band, man. They wanted that shit. They, they succumbed to the record company one thing that Rush never did. They told them to make smaller songs, and what did they do? They came out with 2112. Record company said, oh, we're leaving them alone now because, fuck, that album be- became a hit. You know, Europe should have stood up for themselves. These bands in the 80s should have said, fuck you, record company. But they were afraid to because they were getting paid. well said yeah yeah i went on a metal rant metal (laughs) mic
7: rant there but i agree with you i mean there's (laughs) a lot of bands that went that way you know it's like oh they wanted it i mean and that's why ultimately you do have to blame the band somewhat because they did do it at the end of the day they agreed and they did it man and they seemed like they were all about it Just like old Janie Lane with the cherry pie. Didn't want to cry about it later. It's like, nah, motherfucker. You were all about the cherry pie. When you made the fucking video, and you're banging the hot blonde, and you're selling lots of records. You were all about the fucking cherry pie. That's killed him. Well, I... Again, they were a band that just didn't grab me, Uncle Tom's
5: Cabin was amazing. That's what the album was supposed to be called, by the way. I
7: know. I know it was. I know all about the history. But I'm just telling you, at the time, I didn't even give Warrant a fucking look, man. Because by that point in time, I had gotten disillusioned where the whole L.A. Sunset Strip scene was going. And I was getting into the heavier stuff, you know? So, and that's that. That's just me, you know. Dog, I mean, dog, I'll my dog metal is their masterpiece, metal. dude.
5: When they got yeah, the I, I
7: we actually reviewed that album, yeah. and there was some tracks I actually liked, and I never thought I'd ever say that about a warrant uh, warrant ever. um And I will say this: some of the guitar work on Uncle Tom's Cabin is pretty fucking good.
5: But who played guitar on album? <laughs> we did. I heard things that CC played guitar at Cherry Pie. So I don't fucking know who's. Oh, I don't know players.
0: either. Right? Yeah, he did.
5: But uh The Star, your turn, man.
0: What do we want, Future
5: World? Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Alright now, okay, man. Uh, this is uh, more like it. Even though I kind of think the singer sucks, uh, I can get with this one, though. Uh, I love the riffage. Kick-ass drums here. Uh, like I said, I can look past the singer blowing notes left and right. Uh, could be that Maybe that there was only been one decent song so far for me uh, that maybe I like it because of that. But man, there is something. Maybe they didn't start the cliches, but there is something so Spinal Tap about this band to me. So
1: <laughs> that is,
0: it ain't working, but this one was okay maybe because the other shit sucks so bad. I don't know.
5: I heard some bands didn't want to watch Spinal Tap because it reminded them too much of themselves. <laughs> yeah but uh fuck what a great movie that is
1: oh Uh, yeah uh, i can't Uh,
5: believe i don't own it (laughs) because i'm waiting for the uh, i don't know if they have a 4k version of it maybe that's what i was waiting for but uh (laughs) that's future world and then we get to the next track which mike picked metal mike on the freeform rock podcast. he picked the longest song on the album by the way halloween the title track the title track of the band i guess on freeform rock no podcast. no they're halloween. Halloween. It's halloween the song's called halloween oh they're Halloween. oh i'm saying their name wrong i thought they were just halloween they're Hellow- no, halloween oh it's with an e and not an a yeah.
1: yeah oh
5: dang i'm dumb all right so here's halloween from halloween on the freeform rock podcast
2: the snake. I'll give you power to darkness. He's the cure to.
5: was a uh, halloween from halloween uh mike all right man
7: um this is my favorite fucking track off the album um it's just 13 minutes 18 seconds of fucking awesomeness it's just so fucking epic with the the ominous intro plus halloween's my favorite time of the year so i remember when this record came out even then it appealed to me because um autumn always has been you know halloween is my favorite holiday of the year autumn is my favorite time of the year followed closely by spring and then summer i mean i don't mind summer if you're in a good climate but i live in satan's armpit you know it's not as bad as living in satan's taint like new orleans but the fucking humidity is horrible um so summer and winter can kind of lick my taint a bit you know um but Back to this. The musicianship's just fucking top-notch. Everyone here is at the top of their game. And Michael's just fucking killing it on vocals. And I also love, if you listen to the lyrics, the whole Charlie Brown and Great Pumpkin reference. I thought that was funny as hell. (laughs) Um, This track just encapsulates everything I love about Halloween. As a kid, and Kai and michael's guitar solos are just incredible they're just fucking incendiary i have always been a sucker for epic tracks you know end of the void by black sabbath closing track the writ by black sabbath diary of a madman you know um uh, shame on the night Dio's closing track you know i just i've always been a uh, not just closing tracks but just always been a sucker for epic tracks man and,
5: um, I ever madman's one of the best.
7: Oh, fucking right. Oh, and, and to me, this track definitely delivers on that. You will be I also, on, you
5: will be on that review, by the way. <laughs> oh, hell know.
7: yeah. <laughs> um, I also love how the song starts out lyrically about the innocent and positive aspects of Halloween. But as the song progresses, you know, the fun part of it, the dressing up, going trick or treating, and all that. But as the song progresses, the subject gets more and more dark and evil. I just think it's a fucking phenomenal track and the outro soloing by Kai just rules. Uh I just the whole Make Your Choice, it's hell or paradise. And I know it's cheese dick. I know it is because power metal by its nature is, but I I fucking love this man. And I do. I like cheese sometimes. So, there you go. Uh let me get That's you- why
5: I picked the track. Yeah. Nice nice pick, dude. I would have picked it if you didn't, because we and you are both suckers for long tracks. <laughs> yeah, we like the epics. Cherry.
6: Um, what a fucking banger of a tune, man. This is actually the song that gave me the idea to review this album. It's been on my playlist forever. Holy shit, I, I swear to God, I have this written down just like you said, Mike. 13 minutes of fucking awesomeness, dude. This is a fucking great tune. I love, love the changes in it, man. Top-notch shit, man. Five out of five horns. I love this
5: fucking song, dude.
7: All right, now let's hear uh, Charles just well, shit Charles all over it. Charles goes last.
5: <laughs> Charles goes last. Remember, he's, he's, the, he's the star. So. I, I, I know, I know. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, I just okay. and it, it starts off all Sabbathy doomy. do-me. Let's, let's see where it goes from here. And then it kicks in the gear. It's totally a Queensryche song. It sounds like fucking Queensryche would have done this. Dang, this song is so epic, instant metal classic for me. Dang, this is Queen of the Reich type vocals. Wow, I thought Jeff was the only one yeah. who could do that. Fucking so much metal goodness. That bass is doing some killer shit while those guitars are smoking fucking the house, just smoking dude. Shit, he even does he even does the fucking uh, talking parts like Je- Jeff Tate. This is fucking wow. I'm like flabbergasted. I'll get this song was. Uh, you
7: know, it's funny, you keep mentioning Queensryche, because Queensryche is very much considered a progressive metal band, and I do agree with that, but they're very... they got a lot of power metal elements. That's probably why my nephew Kane Wade, loves Rage them so order. much. Rage for order. Yeah, but I mean, you know, uh, of course I feel that their masterpiece hands down is Operation Mindcrime, but that's another discussion the for The best another.
5: rock alp- opera ever, Jerry. Wrong. Well, <laughs> In my mind. Wrong. Well, <laughs> Yeah. It's we one know, of them. He knows it's one of them. No, but it's I see that. Them, and people lose their shit. I said, I said, it's my favorite rock op- opera of all time. Then fucking, uh, Pink Floyd. I put Pink Floyd number two. Doesn't mean I don't love the, the wall. It means there's some slow parts <laughs> in the wall that it's not too cohesive for me. The fucking mind crime just flows from the beginning to the end. There's no stopping it to me. It just, it's just a masterpiece of the way it just the flow of the album so much better than the wall for me but we're not talking about the wall well here
7: we're, we go why don't we do this wall's grace rock opera operation mind crime's the greatest metal opera and we'll just you, leave it
5: you at could that. do that Fair I, enough. you could do that because I, I i haven't heard a metal band do that since not even maiden i yeah. i love maiden's rock operas but fuck uh yeah. I uh, charles what do you think of halloween
0: yeah i mean sergeant pepper's lonely hearts club man piece of shit. Okay, yeah, here no, we but, go. Get... But, but, oh, no, no, no,
5: no, but, 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 but
7: that's that... not really a rock opera. That's a fucking uh, uh, female. Original, It doesn't but, really tell a story it has like with... fucking Operation Minecraft It has does.
5: within without you, dude. That takes it out of the conversation.
0: <laughs> oh, it doesn't. That song's great. Oh, Alright, here we go. Halloween, right? Yeah. I do like the wall better than what you was talking about.
5: Uh, I know everybody does. Halloween.
0: Well, I mean, what does this magnificent record, what was it missing? A 13-plus minute epic. Love the sarcasm. Of course. <laughs> and against the odds, they pull it off. Oh, wow. I'm star-gasted. I mean, how can they fuck up the shorter song so goddamn bad <laughs> and be a <laughs>
7: as fuck? Well, I've always felt like Halloween's best stuff has been more of their epic stuff, okay. and as they as they progressed with their albums, and I'm sure Jerry will, you know, I know you haven't listened to their entire discography, but oh. you would agree with that, wouldn't you? That that they did do a lot of longer, more
1: yeah, actually,
6: the, you the know, extravagant tracks. Yes, yeah, Keeper the Seven Keys Part Two it actually has a lot of longer songs on
0: it. Sure. sure. Yeah, they pull off this long, complex song. I'm going to guess this is what they were good at. And this is the best song fucking album to my ears by a large margin. It's absolutely amazing to me because everything on this song rules. I wish the rest would have been this good.
7: Maybe you'll like the second record better, Charles, if you guys ever review it. Because it's 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 more like this. It's more like this. Wouldn't you say, Jer? Yeah,
6: that's gonna. Be, I think it's, I like I like the second one better myself.
7: I it I like is it. a better record.
6: Yeah, that's this song fucking
7: away. rules. This is one of my all time favorite. Give us on the album. Yeah, by far. all right then fuck yeah here i'm worried i'm like man if charles didn't like it is he gonna like this but (laughs)
5: this this sounds like old stuff with the other guy (laughs) i wonder if this guy's gonna like it you never wonder if i'm gonna like it whatever
7: (laughs) it was well i kind of know your taste though mark by this point in time you know like i i i think so i mean not that you don't surprise me sometimes because you do um but I would say, you know, like, I mean, obviously, I think you're going to like a song like this because you're a Queensryche fan, okay? Yeah. You love progressive rock and metal. Rush is your all-time favorite band. Hello. Yeah. You know, so you like the longer, more epic stuff. So it doesn't really surprise me that you like this That's why
5: song. I like the Maiden stuff. And I was though.
7: not shitting on fucking Sergeant Pepper, by the way. That, to me, is not a rock opera. That is more of a thematic Concept album. album. Concept album. It's yeah. not the same thing. A rock opera tells an actual Tommy? story. What about Tommy? Tommy's, Tommy is a great rock Tommy's opera. Tommy's a great album. Definitely... So,
5: so is the other one they did. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Yeah, Those
7: would have to be on the list, for but, sure. But
5: the thing is, with Queens, right, it flows perfectly from beginning to end. Begin. Those other albums don't. They're great, but they the, don't flow. Tommy doesn't
0: flow perfectly? Huh? A double album? That great?
5: The Pink Tommy Floyd? Doesn't. It doesn't Tommy doesn't. Oh, Tommy flows, but not like Queensryche.
7: Okay, I'm just going to flat out say it. I love Tommy. It's great. But man, Operation Mindcrime was a much more compelling story to me, man. It was political. You had this whole fucking undertone. It was violent. There's fucking motherfuckers getting smoked and shit. And that shit's happening today. (laughs) And it fucking appealed to me. You know, like, I love The Wall. It's my favorite Pete Floyd album ever, okay? Um, but there's some parts of it where it's the wall is more open to interpretation because you don't quite know... And I'm talking the album. Now, once you see the movie, you kind of understand it even a bit more. And I love the wall, so I am no way... I mean, fuck, dude, Tommy, Quadrophini. Sgt. Pepper's, dude, yeah. Great. It's it's not my favorite Beatles album, but it's... Dude, Sgt. Pepper is where... That album is what made people... Kind of gravitate to what is now called album oriented rock, yeah. which is kind of went on the wayside. Now it's all about singles again because we live in the digital age. But that's the way the record industry started out. It was all about singles, man. And then they'd get enough singles together where they put out a, literally. What I mean, they didn't call it a compilation, but that's what they were, you know. And then, but when Sergeant Pepper changed the fucking game,
5: A Day in the Life, the like the first oh epic that, song. the first yes, epic song, totally epic. One of my all-time favorite Beatles songs. Yeah. And, hey, I love Beatles and uh, Beatles. And, no, and fucking and Lion ruined it.
0: And Mark, <laughs> let's not forget about Holly Weird by Poison. Oh
5: God, <laughs> that album sucks, dude. That album, nah. that album, is, that album's an abortion. <laughs> I, I like the first four Poison albums, and after that, they suck. Garbage, no. garbage. Really? Oh, I'm yeah. I'm shocked.
0: I learned something today. I, I thought you. I like. The, I like no. up
5: to native cu- tongue, and I'm done. Hey,
0: there is hope after all. Yeah, Correct. I hate all of it. Ugh. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah,
1: the
0: I car- won't forget you, baby. Oh the man, Charles, the band, the band
5: garbage is better.
6: Charles, than I
0: know,
5: than you, know you know nothing about the Beatles. I'm so, that's why I'm not surprised no, you I didn't jump in about it. a day in a life.
0: I thought it was something like the monkey's head was better. <laughs> like, all right, what's the last track on this oh, here? Oh, wow, he's,
5: he's going to ignore a day in the life conversation. Wow. Yeah, follow well, the sign. I don't,
0: I don't know that song.
5: Yeah, I don't. follow the sign. So, uh, Jerry.
6: Um, To me, I think they should have ended it with the Halloween. That would have been a great ending to the album. But I think this kind of leaves in a little bit to Keeper of the Seven Keys Part 2. So
7: That's exactly what I think, Jerry. I yeah, think this was just setting a up little, Part
6: 2. That's right. all it's doing. That's I mean, all it's okay. doing. It's it's okay. It's not a great ending to it, but I understand it. So we'll just leave it at that.
5: Yeah, I I didn't understand it because I've never heard the next album. So if you guys say it is, then uh, when we do that, I'll, I'll I'll listen to this album again. But uh, it's just eh, I don't know why it should have ended with Hall- Halloween for me. Hello,
7: yeah, Halloween, dude. I Halloween. mean, because I agree. Yeah.
5: So you, I, so Metal Mike, there you go. I,
7: I I echo what you guys say. Like I literally, I mean, i ain't kind of interjected so i apologize for that but the you know it's just yeah um i said well it's kind of a cool outro setting up part too. i mean but that's all it is it's not even a fucking song in my opinion you know right i mean it's just kind of like you know you have your intro instrumental uh, you got your outro instrumental and it it doesn't really add anything to the record to me you know i i could have lived without it
5: yeah uh charles
0: i gotta echo what everybody else is saying i mean but i don't understand this group at all uh 13 minute plus song and then we end with this goofy 1.46 minute outro but i did say i guess it's a segue to part two kind of like a cliffhanger uh, i dug halloween the song enough i would i would check out the second album
1: well, well,
7: like I said, I think that's going to have more. If you like the song "Halloween," Keeper of the Seven Keys Part Two has got way more, like more yeah. epic, longer stuff. Because so I me think,
5: listen to that now. I, I think the, that, the title track that
7: "Halloween" was kind of finding their niche with the, this album and the first one, where they for didn't, a- in my opinion, truly become Halloween until Keeper of the Seven's Key Keys Part Two. But I understand why you guys picked this record and well Jerry I should say pick this record and and like I said man I was glad just because oh Halloween because I it's the best fucking track on the album hands down uh, yeah and uh it's and I and I'm a sucker for that I love love epic stuff man
0: so there you go and I picked the turd
1: <laughs> You sure did dude I was like oh
5: you know, but
7: they what man, you
1: t- fucking song, song sucks. You
5: should have picked, picked Future World, Charles. Yeah,
6: I, I picked songs that suck too just to bang on them. So I hear you. So it's good. It's all good. Oh, well, yeah, because did. you didn't
5: like it the passed. album. You got to pick something.
0: Yeah. I didn't know any better. If I had it back, I'd have beat you to hell of Halloween. I, that song I
7: was kind of shocked paid. that nobody picked Well, Charles is lagging so... on his
5: picks, and you, it came so, in you, so... then Jerry, and then I told Charles, well, these two picks. Oh, dude, games. I? I? I... I love I'm Alive, man. I, I think that's yeah. one of their best songs. I love that
6: fucking song, dude. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, uh, what's that, what's everybody's opinion? Let's uh, go with the char- uh, Mike. What's your opinion on this album, man?
7: Overall, a good sophomore yeah. album. Uh, I think, um, especially with the final track, it leaves you wanting more. And you definitely get more with Keeper of the Seven's Keys Part 2. Yeah. Um, you know if you like power metal at all and 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 i know because it's weird with me i am not a power metal enthusiast by any stretch of the imagination i mean some of it i could just eh you know doesn't really do anything for me but if you are then yeah you have to give halloween their due you you have to i mean they were one of the first right you know there's a reason they're part of the big four of power metal worldwide um you know because that they made that and then the other band that's part of the big four fucking uh oh what the fuck um blind guardian is that it yeah he's you know kai's part of that goddamn band too so he's very very important especially when you're talking european or german power metal man you know it's like uh and and uh yeah, you know, I mean, and it is kind of funny, because there is, I can see why some people go, oh, power metal's nerd metal. I get that. I totally get it. It's probably why it appeals to my nephew as much as it does. Sorry, Kane, <laughs> I love you, but you got <laughs> But hey, it takes one in no way. I mean, I'm fucking into that geeky shit, too, so.
5: Oh, yeah, you're a nerd with me and Charles. I don't know who Jerry is. Yeah. i I. I don't just like comic books.
6: I read a couple of them, so I don't. Yeah, I don't j- hate them.
7: Oh, I used to be an active reader, collector. Uh, collected for years. I got out of it several years ago, though. But, uh, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's why we do those episodes called Nerdgasms. You know when the we best talk about nerd shit.
5: Comic book series I read in years was that uh, the Brightest Day, Darkest Night series from DC. Well, that was fucking amazing. You guys should check out that series. But that I, is a good show. I, I found out Char- Charles didn't tell me okay. he was a comic book nerd, but the motherfucker's been posting a lot of comic book covers for the last couple months, and I'm like going, dude, I would have posted that. I'm going, that's fucking bitching. <laughs> and it makes me want to go look out, look for some comic book covers to say, hey, what do you think about this one, Charles? <laughs> well, maybe one of these
7: days Powerful. we could do a crossover episode where we do nerd gasms. Yeah,
5: you did, did Dazzler. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody put talked about Dazzler. Was it? Was that you, Charles?
7: Yes, it was.
5: Oh god, I was like. I was like, fuck, I had that fucking whole series, dude, sold it for 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 oh, overall I'm,
0: overall I'm Marvel except for Batman. That's my favorite. I
7: I love them both, but I'm a big fan of Image as well and Dark Horse. Like I said, I was really into the whole comic book thing, so I I love them
5: all. Superman is my favorite.
0: Crisis on Infinite Earth was a great <laughs>
7: Fucking epic! They did a a great series on The Flash
5: on that and Arrow, dude. (laughs) It was a good
7: adaptation, but again, it's kind of like the Marvel movies, as much as I enjoy a lot of them, and and the other movies, too. It pales in comparison to the original stories. Like, okay, I just went to see Guardians of the Galaxy. I I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, But... That version of Adam Warlock and the High Evolutionary pales compared to the comics. Pales. Well,
5: they have to tame it pales. down for the audience, you know. Well, I wouldn't
7: even say they tamed it down. In some ways, they made they made the High Evolutionary a bigger dick in the movie than he is in the comics. That's the way. But as far
0: as Spawn, they have, <laughs> <But> to, <laughs> they have to squeeze years and decades. Of that's story. the problem. Yeah.
7: Exactly. You're you're yeah. taking characters. That have been around, some of them fucking 60 plus years, and you can't. That's why you can only do what you can do. That's why I've always felt that, in my opinion, a lot of the best comic book adaptations are actually um, series, streaming series, yeah. like Daredevil, like The Punisher, because you can actually.
0: Anim- X Men animated series, early 90s, one of the best.
7: Yeah. Batman animated <laughs> series, too. plus
1: yeah.
7: You know, and I'll tell you what. Batman the animated series fucking changed the game because yes, flat true. out, the dude who who was the showrunner for the X Men animated series says we had, and you can see the pilot. It's called X Men: Pride of the X Men, or yeah, oh. yeah um, which is about Kitty Pride. If you watch that, the animation's gorgeous because obviously the pilot so they could spend more money. But dude, they made that fucking shit in the '80s and it didn't get green, greenlit until the '90s by Fox. And, and the only reason why they Greenland it was because Batman was such a huge hit. On the WB. You know, Well, actually, before the WB, it was on Fox, dude. Batman huh. was a huge hit, right? And then eventually, when the WB created their own shit, then they moved Batman and yeah. Superman that over. But originally, it was Fox. And because it was such a huge hit, it made Fox go, oh, hey, remember that Marvel property? <laughs> Boom. They called him. X-Men gets greenlit, and the rest is history, man. So to me, I just think that a lot of times it works better, like um, even the the um, uh, the Marvel um, shows that are on, I, I just think that because you can devote more time to character development. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I'm and, and comic books are a serialized form of fiction. They are series, so it, it makes more sense. I would like to see that happen with, you know, it's not going to, but I would love to see a, a live-action Spider-Man series or a live-action
5: Batman series. They had that in the 80s. Stream remember? it. They had a Spider-Man yeah, It was okay. It
7: yeah,
1: pretty <laughs> shitty. But, I, but, uh, but uh, what, you,
5: what did you think about the original Spider-Man animated series? I thought that was really good.
1: No, like, oh, from the
5: 90s? No, where it goes Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Oh! Spider-Man, Spider-Man, uh, it was
0: the first couple seasons, they got rid of all the real villains, though, as time went on. And then it was uh, weird
7: robot uh, it, it, it was what it was i mean you're talking about it at a time the animation was terrible it was a time when animation was at an all-time low because everybody was just you know i guess it just cost so much money um, it put spidey on the map in the public conscious you know and you got to remember when that series came out spider-man wasn't that old of a character by that point in time he'd only been out maybe four or five years so the importance of the original spider-man series as far as to the character and, and his, it was huge, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, as far as quality, though, it's, it's painful for me to watch. I'm just like, oh.
5: How about the Fantastic you know? Four
3: one?
7: Again, yeah. Same thing. most of your fucking Hanna Barbaric, I thought were. The Super Friends, which was like oh, a watered see, down see, version of Justice
3: of my, League.
5: This isn't my thing, the Super Friends, man. I love Oh, I I watched them too, but I remember Isaac. ABC Cartoons was my thing until the Smurfs went on it. I went to NBC. <laughs> um... For me... Smurfs were on NBC. That's yeah. what I said. I Then I went to NBC. Because the Smurfs... ABC had... No, the I, thought, friends. It, I thought Smurfs that's was me. NBC,
0: dude. It's on NBC. NBC.
7: Yes.
5: Yeah, that's what I said. I said I, I watched super ABC cartoons strong. until the Smurfs came on NBC.
7: Oh, and then you started watching
5: the Smurfs. Yeah, and then... Oh, I hated gotcha. the Snorks, though. So fuck the Snorks.
7: Oh, you yes,
0: like but, the Smurfs.
5: I like the Smurfs. Ugh. <laughs> so so <laughs> i'm gay what? okay i'm sorry
0: dragons dungeons and dragons was a great cartoon Dude, like
6: that, transformers that, that new movie transformers thundercats those are cool shit oh, i hated
5: thundercats i love Tra- Old Old bugs, Hot
6: bunny Hot. Road, bugs bunny roadrunner show fucking
5: Road rule tron tom <laughs> and
6: jerry <Tigers. laughs>
5: are you guys gonna oh, watch yeah. the married with children animated series with all the original actors doing the voices
6: Check it, it out! is, yeah, it, is it done already? Because I know Christina's pretty. She uh, said that she retired health.
5: from acting except for the voice acting for that show.
6: Oh, okay, good,
1: yeah.
7: cool. Doesn't she have like MS or some yeah, crazy yeah, that, portal yeah. thing? God, she was man. my
5: first love, man. This sucks. Oh, mine She's too. I love. She's her. our age, dude. I know, dude. I, I know. thought she was older. Yeah, oh,
7: <laughs> uh, I mean I mean she had that breast cancer and then she had to get the reconstructive surgery and now this shit's like
5: fuck. Hey man. Christina Applegate, we all love you, man. We want you to get through this. Uh but uh you're well, you did your final uh thing on this album, Charles. Uh Jerry, what's your you already said your final thing, Jerry, right? No, not really, but Go for cool. it. Um, yeah. I was gonna say, you know, um
6: <clears throat> I, I, I love this band. I know they're not for everybody. Um I'm like I said, I'm not uh experienced with them past the mid nineties. So maybe they've turned into metal maestros, I don't know. If anybody out there can interview or point me to some good newer Halloween albums, I would appreciate it. But uh yeah, I mean
1: they're a cool band. That wasn't their friend. well, Jerry, you went
5: out.
7: Yeah, I mean, he, he he was sounding like a robot to yeah. me,
5: man. The story got to Mister Jabberpot. Oh, how's that? Is that better? Uh, yeah, we hear you now. You were like, oh, God okay. I were you walking away from the mic?
0: That album. no, I was, I was kind of
6: leaning back. But anyway, okay. this is one of those albums that you know I, I grew up, you know, partying friends with, man. It's just, it just just grew on me, man. I just think I just wanted to keep this uh, memory of this album alive. Um, like I said, I know it's not for everybody, but I really enjoyed this album. I can't, I can't wait to do the second one, which I think is actually much better than this
5: one. Yeah, this is a, this is the first time I heard this album. Uh, let's see, I give it seven and a half bong, bong tokes, uh, or bong hits. This is like a good album. I like it, my first introduction to them. I kind of want to hear the second one because of that last song on it. But then we get to you, Charles.
0: Uh, if it wasn't for Halloween and the first two songs, I would have been like, fuck this but that halloween saved it for me
7: it is an epic track <laughs> it and is. it's just I like fuck, it. man
0: yeah it's like two or three songs in one i mean it's i
7: know yeah oh yeah,
0: so it saved it for me because the rest of it yeah but uh if if that second one is anything like that halloween track i might enjoy it
5: well the collector's guide to heavy metal give it a nine out of ten metal hammer six out of seven Rock Hard, nine point five out of ten. All music is at four and a half stars and uh blabber mouth is ten after ten. Ten of ten. So this album is well received by all the critics. But did it chart did it let's see, it does have a chart thing here. It did chart in the US at one oh four, but in Finnish it was number ten, German number fifteen, Japanese fifty eight. So worldwide it did pretty well. Swiss albums eighteen, so it's it's a yeah, pretty metal, popular album. Me-
6: Metal outside of the United States is a totally different animal, man. Yeah, <laughs> they okay. love their fucking. They love their metal outside of the United States, dude, But In
5: really. 87, it charted at 104, 104 We know what was coming out in 87. <laughs> so
7: Really is- the album, the album that broke them big was the next one. The all Over. Even in America. Wow. Like I want out. They played wow. that on fucking MTV, uh, headbangers ball all the time, man. It it is a catchy fucking tune. Yeah, Dr. Stein. Of course, you know, the title track.
5: Yeah, that's the epic one on the next one. Yeah.
7: Yeah.
5: Yeah. And then we get to, uh, our tracks of the week, man. Uh, Mike, you pick Banji. I talked about a little earlier in this episode. Yes. Watch us from the moon on the fields of the moon. Explain this song for the people out there because they need to be.
7: Well, mm-hmm. it's the opening track to their new album, which the album is uh, called Cosmic Chronicles, the Act 1, The Ascension. And basically, this whole band, they're very theatrical. I mean, I swear to God, first time I saw a picture of them, I thought, man, and I said it in an interview with them, you guys look like you stepped out of the fucking Mos Eisley Cantina <laughs> from Star Wars to me, man. Um, it tells a story. They even have an accompanying comic book with it. He gave me the last edition of the original comic. They are doing a revised version. Because here's the thing. They have an EP before this called Moon Doom. But different lineup. Almost completely different lineup. Shane 13 pretty much the creative leader of the band. I think he writes most of the music. If not all. Um, they got two female singers now. And uh, just... Yeah, I mean, I I love them, man. I mean, there's another band that's kind of a stoner rock, uh, psychedelic stoner rock metal band called Ruby the Hatchet. So I hear a little, because of the female singers, I hear a little bit of that. But it's Pink Floyd, meaning Black Sabbath, with having the girls from ABBA scene. That's what it sounds like to me. Cool. I fucking love them. I, I, I've already sent this album to Bushy. I will send it to all you guys if you please,
5: want. Please, I please. I like all the stuff you sent me, dude. It's amazing. There's not a
7: bad fucking song on here. It's I, it's. And if you like long, epic fucking songs, this is the band I told you
5: I, I played that 13-minute thir- epic of one of the songs you sent me. And yeah, it, I band, think that was... The, the uh, band even liked it. <laughs> I Re- Return in. to Earth, right? Yeah, so good, yeah. dude. So and that's funny. the
7: closing track, and it's so goddamn epic. Fucking epic,
5: epic. I love it. Uh,
7: which they had done a single version of that um, about a year ago, letting us know, hey, this is the direction we're heading in. So I was really waiting for this. I found out that Shane was a member of the Metal Mike Facebook group page. So I hit him up and said, man, I would love to interview you. And this is the way I do my interviews, because I don't just ask questions it's like I, we have a discussion about not just your band and your influences but music in general you know it's just it's what i like to do i like to kind of set myself apart and then my big brother puts all these great sound effects and um uh bells and whistles to it if you'd like i'll send you the interview too it. out beautifully well we got a newer version of it because i'm going to put one on the podcast for oh, okay. uh, to give Bushy a, um, so, you know, but if you want, I can send you the, uh, the interview guys. It's pretty cool. It, I mean, cause it's a pretty long interview, man, but it's us just talking and then, and you know, me asking questions and stuff. And then there's like, uh, just a lot of cool bells and whistles. My brother adds on to it. Plus you have, um, you know, there's a few songs I played on. It turned out to be a pretty long interview because their songs are as long as they are. And I think I played like two or three songs in the interview. So, um, because that's the one way, if you ever want to get at, you know, like, hey, you can only play so many songs by an artist, if you pre-record your shit and just put Tribute to Rush or whatever, you can get by with playing more than three songs, because Meta Day is only going to have TMS Tribute to Rush. They're not going to know exactly what that is. Yeah. You see, so they can't fucking nail you for it.
5: That's cool.
7: Understand? Yeah. So anyway, guys, uh thank you for having me on. It's an honor. Uh, I got a lot of stuff I got to do, so I do got a jet, man. I'm going to be taking off, man. We'll
5: promote your stuff because I still had three other songs to. <laughs> get oh to yeah,
7: try. by all means. I'm sorry. Uh Yeah, of course, the Metal Mike Show. I'm on there every Friday night with Buildo for Realdo at thatmetalstation.com. And but I'm taking two weeks off. Uh, next friday and the friday after i won't be there i think samuel said he might fill in one jai said he might do the other which is awesome and i appreciate that from both those guys and of course there's the plug podcast with with bushy one of our fellow djs and uh he invited me on about a year probably two years ago now and, and it's just been a blast ever since so uh yeah, our latest interview was uh, our latest episodes uh, where we had an interview with Eddie Fingers Ojeda, which was fucking awesome to finally, you know, get to meet him and talk to him. He's such a nice guy. And, yeah, yeah man, that's what I'm doing.
5: All right. And then we get to Jerry. Your song is uh, Three Inches of Blood, Deadly Sinners. Anything to say about that one? Oh, they're a cool little man out of Canada. They're not around anymore. They started in the early
6: 2000s. Um, they have two really great albums, uh, Dance and Vanguit. Excuse me. Advance and, Vang- Advance and Vanquish and uh, Fly- Fire Up the Blaze, man. Two great records. Um, tons, went be tons of lineup changes, man. But they're a pretty cool metal band. Um, I'm going to be out of town myself this week. I won't be on uh, Freeform next week or other show BS sessions. Well, but you know but- the
5: show's coming out after you're back, so.
6: <laughs> that is true about to but I'm just pointing it out. So, you know, well, keep a good timeline back, guys. here. <laughs> but uh yeah there is the show is definitely in good hands even though i'm not going to be there and i'm the only opinion that matters so it still it still will be a good show man you guys rule all
5: right dude i picked uh darkened Mad- majesty by todd latori from his uh last little, um, really fucking good shit he does a lot of death metal shit now and i'm fucking impressed because i liked it but uh charles hmm. you- I- check that out what's it called again uh darkened majesty that his last album uh what was it jerry do you remember the title uh we talked about that the other day i think yeah we we were talking about oh i got it uh, in my phone because I, I haven't took it out yet uh todd Doo-doo. okay the album called rejoice in the suffering it's from 2000 uh it, it's a pretty good album dude it's got a song called dogmata hellbound and down dude it's a fucking hard fucking heavy album Anything yeah, that's it's good. heavier than anything Queensryche would do. Yeah, it's pretty. He fucking says he is. keeps his stuff to that, and he does his solo stuff will be a lot harder.
7: But, I'll have to check it out, yeah, man.
5: Re- I'll send it to you, dude. Great album. Sweet. And then, I'm
7: sending you that they watch us from the moon. This is their newest album. Tell me what you think. Don't forget and if you about want Sherlock. their, oh yeah, and if you if you um. Oh, what's the word I was gonna use? If you like that, I'll give you I'll send you the EP as well. Okay. Which is pretty cool, but it's it's almost like a demo compared to what they're doing now. Like it's that big a growth.
5: Okay. And then Charles, we get to you. You picked Judas Priest classic unleashed from the East Track Exciter. Anything to say about that one, man? <laughs> Fuck yes. Probably one of the greatest live albums of all time.
0: It- man what a track right
5: fucking amazing i play. this is the track i go to when i play on that dot i go to the live shit first
0: fuck yes he fucking brutal
5: dude he, man he fucking brutal it's awesome man i saw him do it live he still can do it it's guttural, guttural as hell ah! i'm like fuck yeah rob you still got it brother Fuck, mine. I got in this band in the early nineties. You guys got into them a lot earlier, so I fucking love it. But that—that's our show, man. Charles, take us out, man. Hey, like,
0: share, subscribe. Uh, I rule as usual. Thanks, Mike, for being on, and Jerry. Always a
7: pleasure, gentlemen.
0: Enjoy your vacation, and uh, thank you, uh, Mark. Go ahead and really finish it.
5: All right, Jerry. Any closing thoughts? Um, be good to each other, man.
6: Life, uh, the world's kind of a mess right now. Man, just be good to each other.
5: I'm just gonna say we're we're rocking out with our cocks out until next week, man. Remember- oh, hold on,
6: hold on. I, I hate that expression. My cock is never out when I'm rocking out. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Come on, I'm being, I'm
5: being cliche like the album was.
6: Yeah, <laughs> I get the humor
5: around. here.
7: I'm fucking around. Cliche.
6: I want to say one
5: more. I want to say one more thing. Ingo Swittingberg. Love saying that name. Okay.
7: may he rest in peace
5: yes I'm just gonna say uh, well don't rock out with your cocks out cause your cocks are never out maybe they're a little too small like Jerry's but uh oh. man, hugs not drugs people and fucking listen to our shows later
6: Until next time, stay free and rock on.